What's up, you nerds? Welcome back to Yellow Spandex. <laughs> I, I jumped the gun with the laugh. Um, this week, we go through all kinds of cool stuff. We start off with The Mandalorian, of course, because it's Disney+. Plus. Uh, but also, we got into... Um, Josh, help me out. What was it? <laughs> we did Mandalorian. Yes. We did Disney Plus stuff. Yeah. Um, all the, all which, of which, the Marvel which, which stuff. Which went into Marvel. And, yeah, yeah. Marvel. Um, and then Charlie's Angels. And then Charlie's Angels, yeah. yeah. And, uh, which we haven't seen full disclosure, right? But, but we, we had a lot of about it for an hour, a lot of information because, yeah. like, you know, me and Rod saw her speak at AT and T Shape. So mm-hmm. there's a there's a lot of things in this conversation. We also got off of, like articles and stuff of because it didn't do very well. That's right. At least the first weekend. And yeah. Vince and I saw uh, Ford versus Ferrari, but we didn't talk about that. So let us know in the comments if you do yeah. want to talk about it next time. That's good, right. Because I wanted to see. It. I don't a, want you to spoil it for such me. a good movie. Well, there's not much to spoil if you already know the story. <laughs> anyway, all of that coming up on Yellow Spandex. Vince and I are fresh off of, and uh, Josh said he also watched the second episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah. I, I kind of don't want to get into spoiler territory for that, only because like it's an ongoing thing. I don't know how many people are caught up. And so many people are purposely spoiling that online. Yeah. It's like upsetting. Like Luckily, we've kept up, you know? Yeah. So like I haven't caught it. I think the closest <clears throat> thing is, I didn't know it was a spoiler yeah. with the, uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. There's a sidekick in this series mm. that they clearly kind of, in episode two, like, Cemented is going to be a sidekick. Yeah, um, I saw pictures of them before the first episode. I saw the first episode. Yeah, and I thought it was just kind of like a given. And then I realized when I watched the first episode, oh, that was like the culminating, like moment, you mm. know, and stuff's like, oh, yeah, it's kind of a, a screwy thing to do. Like in the first twenty four hours, something is like out, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, mild spoilers. I mean, there's a little baby i'm sure you've seen it if you've seen anything so there's like a little mm. baby yoda which is not it isn't yoda mm-hmm. it's like don't one know. of his species yeah what is the species there is no species, species. for it what so yeah, absolutely 100 percent. no species for name for the yoda is our friend but is it also since we dove into it that's the sidekick um oh sorry yeah. I, guess I spoiled what you were thinking <laughs> i thought you were talking about the the old man i thought he'd come back Oh, oh, gotcha. Those pictures are everywhere, dude. I mean, I posted a meme yesterday with that. Yeah, it just it just threw me because like I think the first day Disney Plus was available, I saw those pictures all over the mm-hmm. internet and uh, of the little Yoda thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, I thought I thought it was just like something that exists in the universe, and then I realized that was like the culminating moment of like the first episode. Yeah, the end it was of like, it. oh wow, we didn't even like like a day go by, you know, like Game of Thrones mm-hmm. is the same way. Yeah, yeah. Game I of Thrones, it was like night of. They're I, like, I guess oh my I, gosh, I guess I don't recognize them because I don't watch Game of Thrones. So they mm. probably happened a bunch in oh, my yeah. timeline. And I just didn't, you know, whatever. People were just spoiling the crap out of that, dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not even joking. With the Yoda thing, a uh, friend, Atomic Mari, I was talking to her and her husband, Peter, uh, for a little while about it. And I was like, what do you think this means? You know, especially, I don't know if they are hardcore Star Wars fans. Um, they're definitely in the camp. They don't like Last Jedi. So that probably leans more to hardcore Star Wars fans. But mm. I was like, I had fun. Um, they had this, or Mari had this uh, concept of like, what if it's like Baby Groot? You know, like it's kind of the same, but not the same. You know, it's like a different, like, you know, it's like weird. It's like, oh, it's like a clone. Kind of, okay. in a sense, or like a, like a, it's like that, you know, it's like a Neo or something, you know, like the one, you know, like that position is filled. There are the other way. Yoda species within the yeah. extended universe. And, they're generally, uh, I think they have two brains, is what I read, mm-hmm. and that they uh, are just naturally good at the force. Yeah. They didn't it's have, just, but apparently he doesn't have the, the midi chlorine count that mm-hmm. Anakin had, but they're just naturally good, and they're not like, you know. <laughs> it was just interesting that this one, 
they made him look so much like Yoda. If they yeah. were trying to like, because the other one doesn't looks vaguely in the same race mm-hmm. that was, was in the prequels, I think. The other Yoda. I don't know if I. It was this, a, another one. This in the new Yoda is the first time we've seen like a baby Yoda. No, no, but there was another. The only other time you saw a Yoda, something in the Yoda species, was in like the prequels. I, don't, I think I don't even remember if there was one in the prequels. It was somewhere because there was one other time. It was, I've seen yeah. like uh. It was in the because they've had other like extended universe stuff. I don't think there's. I, I think it was in the prequels. Oh, I could be wrong. Um, it's been a while since I watched the prequels, but yeah, it's funny the the. You know, George Lucas, you're right. He opted to have many details of the character's life. I'm reading this thing. So he said, he's basically saying that they gave a bunch of information but never disclosed the species. Zol- someone tried unknown. to write like a bit about the species once and then they he came back in or some other one came back in and like put a like kibosh on it. It was like, oh, yeah. that was wrong just because he wanted to purposefully keep it vague, which is kind of cool. I yeah. like that. There's this. <laughs> Sorry, I just pulled up this article. It says Disney made it official. We can talk about the, this Mandalorian character now and this Baby Yoda. Okay, oh, so gosh. we have Disney's permission. I don't know. I don't know what that's referring to. I'm Thank, like looking for the time because I saw a picture of it and it was in one of the movies. Yeah. In one of the main Star Wars movies, there's another person in Yoda species that shows up. And I think it's female, but looks doesn't look exactly like Yoda. Like looks like in the same race, and maybe it's because she's female. Um, but like this one, it just like so much like, you know, you know? Mm-hmm. but also they, someone did the timeline and they were like, since baby Yoda's like 50 years old yeah. and it happened what's it, in sometime or, during the prequels. 50 or 70 years old. 50. 50. Mm-hmm. 50 years old. And so that means he was born sometime in the prequels. Before yeah, Yoda it died. Makes sense, I suppose. So it, it's, it's not even, it's not even necessarily like a, it could be his torch. Kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. But how do you how the does Jedi it, though? Like he, Yoda is like a super duper Jedi, and he's gonna follow the code, and the code is no attachments. So, so someone mentioned that they're like, but what if they change that for this? <laughs> I mean, the code is no attachments. It's still no attachments in the movies and in the uh, uh, Clone Wars cartoon, which they kind of drive it deep. The only reason I say that is which because Obi Wan kind of doesn't get with a girl because of it. The only reason I say <laughs> that is because this is. I, I didn't stick my ground last time this kind of came up with a Disney property mm-hmm. and it ended up being right. So, and it's, I, I, oh, it sucks because it was on a live stream on Instagram and it just evaporated into the universe. Nice. Uh, but I was on uh, Scott Nice Wander was doing a little live stream on his personal Instagram and every, he was like, let's just talk about endgame theories, which actually surprised me because he usually hates like theories of any sort or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, what if, uh, and this is literally almost like a little bit less than a year, like shortly after Infinity War came out, everybody's talking about it. It's like, man, what if whatever happens, uh, Cap goes back in time and gets his dance with Agent Carter. And he was like, see, the reason that won't happen for sure is because it's so quintessentially against Captain America's character to ever end his duties. He would never retire. That's like the one thing he would never do. I would agree with him on that. However, he was coming to the end of Chris <laughs> Evans' thing, so that makes more sense. But, but it, so, I was, so, yeah. I was, so I just kind of like, oh, okay, sure. Maybe they won't do that, I guess. For sure not going to do that. And then the movie ended, I texted him like, damn it, Scott, I was fucking right. Like, <laughs> like, like in, in, not even like I wanted to be right sort of way. I was just like, man, wouldn't it be beautiful? Like, you know, he gets that dance and stuff because one of the things I emotionally connected with Cap in previous <coughs> movies was, you know, when Peggy died. Yeah, you know she's like, "Never got my da- my dance, whatever." And then we he got the vision in Age of Ultron, but being that dance, was yeah. like, oh man, he needs to get to dance with Peggy, even if it's like he 
he goes back in time and does it or whatever and stuff. And I got shot down by like the comic book masters. And then it ended up being the one thing that happened at the very end. Like that was how the whole thing ended. Not just, a, not just a section. Right. The entire movie ended with that. <laughs> so I'm just saying, yeah. I, I don't know if it's Disney yeah, or I mean, whatever. Disney... They, they've, they, if they t- tend to take like the, the, the laymans, because I've considered myself like a lay fan of Star Wars, you know, it's like, oh, that would make sense. You know, he's just like, man, like love broke through so hard. <laughs> Yoda just did it. Maybe that was his mistake. Maybe See, that's why like he died. Favreau, because Favreau did this. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he has maybe more of a stronger connection to the lore. Yeah. So I feel like maybe he wouldn't do that. And, it, you know, I don't know. You know I just don't know, though. Funny, the word lore reminds me of this situation with the Yoda sp- species in mm-hmm. Mandalorian. Maybe the reason John wrote it all in is because of how mysterious and unknown. Yeah. So we maybe getting to learn more way more about yoda species and we think and it's nice because it's a like you know last time i was talking like they need star wars needs something that's not along the the skywalker line Mm -hmm. to kind of bring it out of its meh it's funny (laughs) and so so we have you know the mandalorian which is is doing really well but it still has that little like the little baby yoda thing shows up and you're like it still has that little bit of attachment so you're like oh okay something new and something old yeah Yeah. another thing i just kind of thought of was because i've actually been waiting like for the for this in mandalorian because every time a star wars property releases there's some big controversy with like the fans and i'm wondering like what that will be and then just now i thought like what if what if it is that Yoda had a, a romantic relationship? I think they would throw a fit about that. What? What like? But what so if, far, what the, the fans the love it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a conflicted thing. You're like, oh, we hate it, but it's so cute. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, or like, if I wonder if that's like, the thing they'll throw in there. You know, or if we learn that there are like, uh, or they're both, so they just choose to be like male or female when whenever, and then they procreate. They all procreate. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if like they amoeba, have a lot about like their, uh, yeah. Sexuality. Well, be, no, well, we're throwing <laughs> theories out there. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, you could be right. I don't know. I'm still looking for <laughs> this other one. Then I'll be like Rod a month from now. I knew it. No, no. not a month from now. But. It was the baby clone. It was that. Well, a little less than a month or a little more than a month because it's what the like day after Christmas or two days after Christmas, this whole thing ends. Oh, yeah. The first oh, season yeah. ends because I think it's the 27th. How many shows are there? Eight episodes in this oh, first eight. series, supposedly. But we also don't know if they're going to get longer because someone had a theory that this could be like Game of Thrones, yeah. where like they're only as long as they need to be, you know. So like mm. these first two stories were kind of like you don't want to see minor spoilers for the second episode. There's Jawas in it. Mm. You know how how much of a Jawas like <laughs> like <laughs> story, you know, like them tearing a ship apart story. Do you yeah. really want to see? You know, yeah, I was gonna say there, there's a little like there's some parts in it that feel like they're slow. Yeah, but I didn't mind it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you guys you just feel that at all. Well, for me, I feel like, like it's quiet and it feels like it's just slow. I like slow stories like that. Yeah. though. for me, it's literally I say it every single podcast we talk about it. All I want is to see more of this universe. Yeah. So being able to be inside of the cockpit of the Jawa ship, mm-hmm. I literally like had a little, pro, you know, yeah. freaked out, man. That's I fun. freaked out. It was like an anxiety attack, but I liked it. <laughs> But I liked it. Yeah, but it was enjoyable somehow. Well, like, so um, so another thing that was on Disney Plus was 20,000 20, Leagues Under the Sea from the mm-hmm. 50s. Yeah. I cannot 
really recommend it to anybody right now as kids <laughs> because it's long and slow. Yeah. yeah. But I like stuff like that. Like I love Jules Verne novels. And I think people who say like, oh, I love Journey to the Center of the Earth. I'm like, that's how I know you didn't read the book. Mm. Because me and like three other people actually like the books. Because like they're great in theory, but like I, so I don't know, have you ever read the, the full novels? So like there's, <laughs> I think it was, it was either, I think it was Journey to the Center of the Earth. There's a, chapter where they're crossing the desert mm. they spend a whole chapter just talking about packing the horse and i loved it or yeah. maybe it was a camel i can't remember they, they were like hey, we need to put this thing on here and it's not like short chapter like 50 or 60 pages of like why it's important to pack this horse and then there's like this whole part where like they're falling to the center of the earth and i guess we don't really get the gravity of this no pun intended in like the movies and stuff mm. but the earth is like a lot, dis a lot of distance. Yeah. yeah. So they're falling for like weeks. Days, weeks. <laughs> they just live like that. They fall asleep falling. <laughs> they wake up. They go in and out of depression and keep each other like, um, uh, like encouraged and everything when things are happening and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and there's chapters and chapters and chapters of them falling <laughs> yeah, and stuff. And, and it's like, I, I'm like, I love the detail because it's kind of like living in that world, you know, like Vince said, but like, um, I like that in the Mandalorian. It's not that bad in the Mandalorian. No. But I like that, like, you see him walk from point A to point B. Yeah. He's frustrated. He's, like, tripped over something. I feel like I learned so much about the character mm. in that. And the fact that, like, he's very clearly established, like, he doesn't know what he's doing, really. He's, like, good. He's a newbie-ish. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Like, he's skilled. Yeah. But he's not, like, Boba Fett level yet. Yeah. Or if he was, he kind of lost his nerve about it, you yeah. know? I was just thinking, like, uh, books compared to the movies and that... Um, journey to the center of the earth the detail in that book compared to what they put in the movie well also the movie is like never it's like a 70s movie isn't it the journey to the center of the earth, i can't remember i know like Twenty Thousand leagues happened in the 50s i wouldn't okay. be surprised if some some similar time frame those are even a little bit more exciting but every jules verne thing usually adapts something like i love the, even the the one with the rock mm. it, or it was the rock no it was no brendan, brendan frazier brendan frazier <laughs> yeah. The Brendan Fraser, I just assume it's the rock. <laughs> uh, well, no, that's no, the, this generation. No, it was the second one was the rock, wasn't it? Was he in the second one? I don't Maybe. know. There, I don't know. There was a second one. I was like, how did you, you went back? Like, <laughs> anyway, the, the, the first one with Brendan Fraser, like, it was a fun movie. Mm -hmm. Virtually nothing came from the book. Maybe some names. I can't remember. Was it a 3D movie? I felt like oh, it yeah. came out during that 3D oh, yeah. I, I, reprisal. I remember <laughs> because when he, it's not even in the parts that you think. Like you think, oh, it's going to be cool. We're going to see like the dinosaurs and light and stuff. Well, I was thinking, so in the book, they mm. describe something that they never do in the movies. In the book, they say when they get to the center of the earth, the light doesn't come from a central source. The air is um, like luminescent. Okay. So it's kind of like living in a soft box. Like, like the, it's just like the moisture or something in the air is just like overall like illuminating things. So it's, they're trying to like say like it's different because we're so used to lights coming from like a light bulb in the sun and stuff mm -hmm. from a very directional standpoint. This is like, everything's just kind of like illuminated. Um, hmm. I forget why I brought that up. I think well, like when Brendan Fraser gets like in there, it, they don't describe that. Like I don't, it's, we're talking about the 3d. Oh, okay. So I, I thought that like 3d would be a good way to like make that kind of happen. Right. Yeah. Cause avatar was very much an immersive yes. 3d instead of like a shoo, 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 like 3d. And so I was like, well, what, what are the engineers going to do? Are they going to make like it feel like the air around us is like three-dimensional and stuff? No, it was like Brendan Fraser brushed his teeth. He spit in the sink and we saw the point of view of the uh, drain and oh, spit gosh. coming down at your face. I was like, that's that's that 
millions of dollars of technology right there. It was there. right after Spy Kids. <laughs> like, okay. Oh, this is what... Okay. So, okay, yeah, The Rock had is the 3D one. Okay. And the Brendan Fraser one is from 2008. But I don't know when this one with The Rock came out. It looks like it was pretty recent. Probably 2012. Oh, okay, that's why it's it's Journey to the Center of the Earth two, or no, it's called yeah. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. So Star Wars Episode One's Phantom Menace, yeah, had Yaddle, who was yeah with the with the someone hair. else from uh, Yoda's race. Okay, but like like you can tell oh, she's okay. from the same race, but she doesn't look identical to Yoda. You know, yeah. So like that. That's what's interesting to me is they went out of their way to make this look like a carbon copy, like yeah, kind of like Groot, baby Groot, you know, like mm-hmm. younger, but you could, it looks like that this Yoda will grow up into the one we knew, even though the timing is all weird and stuff. Yeah. So it's just, it's this grand, I'm excited because it's Favreau. Yeah. So I have high hopes for the reveal. I mean, I love everything that Favreau's <clears throat> done. I just don't, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think so, there's a Favreau movie that I don't like. I'm trying to think what he's done. Especially because he has a he has Ralphie by his side, you know. Jungle Book. Yeah, hold on. We got John Favreau movies. He is Chef. I still want to watch that. I haven't seen it yet. Iron Man. Swingers. Iron Man. Oh yeah, Swingers. <laughs> uh, Swingers. They filmed that in uh um, that one of the first venues we visited in L.A. What was that little bar called? I can't remember. We saw a friend play there. Mm. Mm. He did Cowboys and Aliens. Did you guys watch that? Mm. You know, so Cowboys and Aliens wasn't bad. I didn't know he had anything to do with that. I just wanted more. Because you see a title like Cowboys and Aliens, and you think of like every eight-year-old boy's dream. Yeah. And it wasn't. It's true. It didn't have that like spaghetti. In fact, The Mandalorian has more of like a western-y feel than that did. Well, I guess in my head when I saw Cowboys and Aliens, I was Mm. expecting like Wild Wild West. Yeah. Like just ridiculous fun, oh. like lasers. Every you know, like didn't have to be a good movie. It's like not Firefly. In yeah. fact, Firefly is a little bit more like this Mandalorian kind of thing. I never watched Firefly. What? I know, every, every, Firefly? Everybody hates me for that. I've never seen the movie, which yeah, everybody's yeah. like, uh, you need to see the movie. Serenity. Yeah. Isn't that how it like yeah. finishes? That's yeah. Gotcha. That's the it's the uh, shit. I haven't seen Firefly, and I haven't <clears> seen <throat> the reboot of Battlestar Galactica. I've never I've never watched a single Battlestar Galactica. You know, the original Battlestar was like decades and decades ago. Yeah, and then they redid Reruns it everywhere. They redid it, and the redone ones are the ones we know of. Yeah, yeah. So like, but I guess it took some like race <laughs> issues or whatever and adapted them pretty cleverly into the. I don't know, like it. I don't know. It just looked like it was like the. I don't. Me as a kid seeing it I was like, well, that looks like the crappy version of uh, Star, Trek. Star Trek. So I mean, Star Trek sometimes is kind of crappy, and this could be way worse. So I don't want to watch it. That's just me as a kid. Yeah. So I guess in this one there was like I forget it's what no Stargate. What race it is? Like something in Battlestar. Like the per, it's kind of like scrolls that could be anybody. Yeah. And so there's like this like racial tension, but not visual. And it's really interesting. Ooh. Like concept to say that's all without saying have seeing it you know, because there's so much crap to watch. Yeah, I still can't catch. <laughs> did I you was, get the little? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just looking. He also did Rudy. What? What? No, that seems. So or early. was he, was he in, in Rudy? Because this is like his directing and producing thing. Also, uh, as an actor, let's see what he was in. 
G-Force Classic. Oh, gosh. Wasn't that the one with the gerbils? Yes. Okay. Grandpa's <laughs> uh, funeral. Batman Forever. He was in Rudy. He was D-Bob. I don't know who that is. Wow. I've never seen Rudy, to be honest. Couples Retreat. He, I guess he I was in that. I love Couples Retreat. It's funny. But also uh, Wolf on Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street was a fantastic movie. Batman Forever. Yeah, I didn't know he was in, in Batman Forever. Yeah, he's, apparently he's got a bunch of little tiny roles See, all over the place. There's, there's hope. Like, you can go from extra to Iron Man. Extra to extra. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch the little uh, Star Wars Christmas special thing that they threw out in The Mandalorian? So I mentioned that last time. Is, yeah. Was that the first time they mentioned Life Day since yeah. the Christmas special? Yes. Okay, I mentioned that to Mari as well, Atomic Mari and her husband Peter. I was like, I think... They referred to the Christmas special for the first time ever, but I don't know enough to to know if that's really the case. I think I said that in the last pod. I, I just yeah, I asked people to tell me if there was like another time had been referenced. I don't think we'd seen the Mandalorian since the last podcast. All right, I can't remember. What did I mention? That? I mentioned somewhere on a live stream or something. I was like, someone comment like where if it had ever been mentioned before because. I don't have enough of a like encyclopedic knowledge of Star Wars to know, but like, man, what a crazy small throwaway reference! Like, <laughs> apparently, Favreau wants to do a version. Oh yeah, I a, saw re, that. a new version of the holiday special. <laughs> it's weird because I feel like I, I wonder if that would be the thing where like Lucas is like, all right, he like gets out of his like hyperbaric chamber and is like, all right, guys, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how I feel about that because it's like. You, you just got to show me because there's no way you could talk me through it. And I'd be like, that's a good idea. Have you, you've seen it, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, that's the thing is like, actually, um, uh, Lee Ray, if you're listening to this or watching this, he's a patron of ours. He kind of found us um, right before like two or three Christmases ago. Mm -hmm. And on Christmas, we did a live stream where we watched the Christmas special with yes. subscribers. But since we didn't want to get copyright claimed, we just had everybody start at the same time we did. And we had the thing off camera. Yeah the volume really low and everybody could watch it on one screen than us on the other. And so now he was like, why don't we do that again? I'm like, we could try. I don't know like what the thing, maybe we could do on Twitch or I something. Think it, isn't it on YouTube? Cause I think oh, I yeah, watched it on YouTube. That, that's how we had everybody watch it. Okay. So we, like here's a link and here's a backup link. If that one gets taken down. See, I don't and, like feel like they would copy right strike you because the whole freaking thing is on YouTube. We just don't chance it okay. because like copy strike, <laughs> copyright strikes like actual copyright strikes yeah. are like heavy duty because three and you're deleted yeah, I guess that's asked. true yeah so like it's just not like and it was easy everybody like had one window open or whatever but if we do it on like Twitch or something it might be just as easy but it was, yeah. he was like why don't we do a Christmas tradition I was like I won't be mad about it <laughs> if we can figure out the logistics because it's a it's weird because it's it's not so bad it's good or funny mm. it's just weird it's so, so like if you're so with bad. if you're with a group of people that are talking over it generally I hate people talking over anything you're supposed to be watching or listening to mm -hmm. like the like my pet peeve of all times, like I will murder you if I'm in the wrong mood. This moment, someone's like, tell me what you think about this mix. Let me listen to 10 seconds. Okay, so this is the part I tried to, shut up. I'm trying to listen to it. Like, you know, or we turn on a movie or something like. My mom will come into the room all the time. Like if she's yeah. if she's ever around a movie because she never sits down for one. Yeah. She'll be like, so what's going on? Who is this person? Why is this here? And then my dad and I will be like, shut up and sit down if you want to watch it. I'm, I feel like I pick on this friend a lot. So I'm not even going to mention their name this time. Just this action. And I'm glad other people were there to witness because I think for a while people thought I was crazy. This friend would not watch the thing that they're watching. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it. I'm sure everybody, has, like your mom, has a friend like that or something. Yeah. Uh, I was with another friend that I don't think we're like completely captivated. Like when I'm in a movie theater, all attention, you know, 
when I'm at home, depending on how I am, it might be there or I might be kind of fading it out, but I at least stay to like watch it. So this other friend is kind of like me and then we're just both trying, I think we were watching like The Haunting of Hill House or whatever. And also like a very detail oriented show. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Mm -hmm. The whole point of it is every single shot in that movie or in that series has a ghost in the background. And there's a lot of small details and they don't accentuate them all. And that's the whole point of the story is like the haunting. Are they crazy? Are they not? Is it happening? Like, mm. and stuff. And uh, so there's like a dead body or like a ghost in every shot, but they never highlight it. It's just there. It's somewhere. just kind of in the background. And, and then the story is kind of happening cumulatively over everything, not necessarily all through dialogue and stuff. Anyway, so me, the friend that also pays attention and the friend that doesn't are all sitting there supposedly watching it. The friend that doesn't pay attention actually turned it on to watch having never seen it before and we sat down to watch it and literally like the intro played and then this one friend like just like got up off the couch and like went to the bathroom for like 15 minutes and then like came back and like looked up at the screen and was like this doesn't make any sense and like me and the other friend were like what the hell like <laughs> he's like what is going on here i'm like what what like what do you need to rewind? But like genuinely like, says that. Yeah, they, this friend says like... Like unabashedly. Says like, I don't pay attention, but I get 95% of what's going on. I'm like... <laughs> then why are you asking questions? I don't pay attention, but I get it. See, <laughs> but at, I don't get it. Yeah, first when <laughs> I heard... resistance is an oxymoron. At first, when I heard that from <laughs> this friend, I gave them the benefit of the doubt, even though my core told me that was not true. But I gave him the benefit of the doubt because I'm like, okay, maybe you're one of those people that you know could be inside a room and be on like two phones, an iPad, and then and watching TV and kind of yeah. somehow absorb it all, you know. Mm -hmm. But I seriously doubt it, just based on this person, uh, this person's like other life choices and stuff. Yeah. In this case, they weren't even in the room; they were two rooms away. Like, you can't even hear it from <laughs> there. the toilet. Like, I yeah. can kind of hear it through the wall, but not at all. Like, I guarantee you, they were on their phone doing something else, you know. And and it's just like, what's going on here? It doesn't make any sense. Terrible show. I'm like, what the hell? He's in there, like, you know, I'm still listening. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Um, I don't know why I got into that. Oh, well, because, I just because, because the Christmas special. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I was gonna say we can officially, well, not officially, but say that Life Day <laughs> is it canon now again. Because like the whole George I, Lucas, I guess, he was like, "This is yeah, not he, canon." He burned like that. This is ca canon. A long time ago, I destroyed so, it with a cannon. So, so in my head, um, that was John. one of the details that like I th I kind of assumed just always existed, even though they never mentioned it again, you know, mm -hmm. and stuff. But then when I actually heard him say it, I was like, "They haven't mentioned that before." Yeah, and like, it was just like a throwaway line too. It was. Know? It was real quick, and I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" But now Life Day is John brought it back. That's so funny. I'm because I, I mentioned that to Tom McMurray and so she was silly. like, I didn't even notice that. I'm like, it's right, it's right, right at the beginning. It's, mm -hmm. And I, I can understand you missing mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Because you know, it's just like, oh, I hope I make it back to my family. Life, life day. <laughs> the the thing is, is life day considered Christmas? It's, it's supposed to be it's, like a it's yeah, like similar. it's like was it Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa? Yeah. Because like years. yeah, I'm trying to it figure was that Star out. Star Wars Christmas special, and so they just called it Life Day. Did you ever see the the Christmas special? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, it's just it, it, it's basically Christmas because they're decorating a tree yeah. and everything. But at the same time, all it's I like, gotta say, it's in space. Is it's in space. Chewbacca's uh, grandparents was grandfather. Grandfather, oh, yeah. There's, there's no grandmother, right? He sit, Remember then, that scene where he's sitting he's there watching porn and watching, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. clearly. I mean, yeah. there, there's not even there's not even way to like across it. It's like let me put this VR headset on you. It's like. What other explanation is it? It's like, this is a music thing because she's kind of singing.
but she's just kind of like feeling herself. It's like I'm a sentient mammal. And, and he's the only one watching it, you know. Oh. Like it's just like a it was a choice, you know. Like right. And I don't. I can't figure a different way to like recontextualize that because the little boy watched music too, but it was on a private VR set with a woman like making orgasmic noises. <laughs> I just remember like watching it and being and seeing like, okay, it's kind of cool that all these people are back in it again, but the story is the weirdest, goofiest, and then like the animatronics or whatever they had of the the Wookies were just awful. Yeah, and uh, it just it was awkward beyond all get, get out. I would rather watch the Fantastic Four 1992 <laughs> movie that never came out. I still haven't seen it. I want to. I'd rather watch that again. I could. I could rewatch. That has better rewatch ability yeah. than the Star Wars. That's what I was special. bringing up before I went on the rant about a friend. Was that like this is one of those that so since it's not so bad it's good or it's good, so bad it's funny. Mm -hmm. It's really good to like talk over and kind of be like, this is happening. What the hell's B Arthur doing? You know, yeah. like singing it, a song. Actually, the one good thing that we got out of that that we wouldn't have had without the Star Wars specials, that Boba Fett animated short. Yeah. I love it so much. Like I clipped it out and I have it just like on my iPod or my not my iPhone now or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just like a little video clip because it's it, animation styles like gorgeous, you know, and it's just interesting. It actually feels a lot like the Mandalorian in like animated form. Yeah. So I don't know, like does it say like what he would try to do if he redid the He said he has an idea with like a character that hasn't been basically uh, shown on the show yet. Hmm. So, but I don't know if they'll allow that to happen. The thing is, John probably read every book a few times. He's he's like consumed Star Wars to the point of where he is a Star War. Now he's like crapping out Solo, and and then he's Mandalorian. And did he do Solo? I don't think he did solo. Was he? He was in solo, so, or did, I don't was think he, he was in solo either. I uh, thought he solo did solo. Was done by it was supposed to be done by Miller and Lord. They yeah. got fired halfway through, and then they got hired by uh, Ron Howard. Did the whole thing, redid see, it all. That's the thing is like I, I liked Solo, and yeah. I feel like it's on the same. It's on par with Mandalorian. Yeah, I know like Star Wars fans like not agree with that, but like I thought it was like a little like kind of side quest, and I dug it. The only thing I had to like kind of keep my head in the game with is like that's clearly not a young Harrison Ford yes but I have to tell myself it is because they're not going to do that and I'd rather it is get another actor than try to deep fake his face on there yeah I just don't <laughs> it's directed not by Ron Howard yeah, yeah. It, it's, I don't understand why they did that movie like there's definitely there's definitely a crowd swell of uh, fans that would rather have had an Obi-Wan movie which is mm -hmm. now obvious because they gave him an Obi-Wan show yeah with Ewan McGregor um so people were asking for that. Nobody asked for a solo prequel. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know the yeah. whole thing behind it. I just thought it was it was the first fun Star Wars movie yeah. to me. Like the other ones are fun, have fun elements. Yeah, but this was the first one that just felt like a long ride. Like mm -hmm. I kind of dug. It was like not a spaghetti western. It was just like I don't like. It's kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy almost. You know, like yeah, a little was, bit. It, this that like I don't know, really irreverent like fun Star Wars run. So I, I mean, I don't. Which love makes me it. think like. How different it would have been with Miller and Lord actually oh, yeah, doing yeah. it because they're even goofier. Yeah, like and out there, I think it would have been like way more funny than just yeah. because they're like funny dudes. I think that the movie was probably doomed before it even started though, because that was after yeah. Last Jedi and everybody was like all up in arms about that and stuff. And then that's just, one, of the, one of the reasons why it didn't do as well at the theater. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, I'm people who listen to this podcast know that it's, uh, it's no surprise to me. I just assume every Star Wars movie coming out will be a failure in the fans' eyes. Like, hmm. just he it, was in Solo. Sorry, what was he in Solo? 
uh, Rio Durant. I'm pretending I knew who that is. Um, so was he on the the Vegas Planet thing? When when Han, they were trying to get to the train, like they're trying to rob the train or or get away from something. I forget what it was, but he was the other, he was the other pilot that died in that sequence. Mm. His buddy, whatever, mm-hmm. okay. the ones that like. Do you guys remember that? Vaguely. There's pictures of him here, but yeah, yeah. it's hard enough to. <laughs> so it's true. <laughs> well, I was, I'm just saying, in order to show you guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, but it's, I don't it's, feel like showing you. <laughs> I, I, it reminded me. I saw the. I saw this meme that I think is hilarious um, for me because I'm an outsider. Um, it was like Star Wars fans like. Star Wars is better than Star Trek. It's like Star Trek fans are like at least we don't hate six out of nine of our movies. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like what was I saw. I feel like a lot of the Star Trek guys aren't a big fan of a few of the uh, the ones after like Wrath of Khan. I guess the yeah, thing is I don't think of I don't there's some bad ones. I don't think of Star Trek as movies. I think of the series. You know, it's hmm. almost like the opposite. It's like the Star Trek series is like what is like the foundation of it. You know, yeah. Well, I feel like there for a large amount Star of people, Wars the movies doing were it backwards. Big. Yeah. Where, where Star Trek started off as a show and went to the movies. Now mm-hmm. this is like movies going into shows mm-hmm. and back sure. out of movies again. Although it's it's interesting. Like um, I remember seeing the original movies. When I was very young, so I don't have a I don't have an actual context for that. Mm-hmm. But when I saw like the remade ones, I thought they were decent. Like once again, outsider. You know, I was kind of surprised that they re- literally just redid Wrath of Khan. Yeah, when it was, I was like, okay, they're gonna nope, they didn't change that. Okay, and this is me not even remembering the first Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Even I remembered that all the things were the same. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was a choice again. Like, sure. But I still thought it was fun. Like, I did. I didn't see the one after the first one. Oh, there are three? Because I think one. there's three, right? Uh, the second one was really cool. Was that the Wrath of Khan one? No. Yeah. Oh. Wasn't it? So, or yeah, I think the second one was Wrath of Khan. It had, well, it had Khan in it, at least. It was called something else. Yeah. But it played out. Spock dies. Like all, everything happens like the exact same like way. You know, spoilers for a forty-year-old movie, right? Um, okay, so let's see. whatever the one with Benedict Cumberbatch because he ended up becoming Khan. So yeah, <laughs> you may know. I can't remember. There was some like one In, of those uh, one of those ones that made like how it should have ended or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. They were redoing it. Like ah, uh, my name is. Con. Yeah, People are yeah. like, what? Oh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> Into the Darkness or something like that? That sounds something right. Like that. Uh, I'm trying to look for... And our, our friend Tina, um, who's the inventor of Mad Packs, uh, she has her, her Mad Packs in that movie as well, the new Star Trek movies. And now we have the same design after catching up with her for after two years. I know, right? yeah. uh, I'm actually, for the last little bit here on The Mandalorian, I'm really excited to see <laughs> Ming-Na Wen because she's in this mo- yeah, series eventually. I'm, and I'm really excited to see Bill Burr. What? <laughs> He's in this. Interesting. That's going to be fun. Apparently, like, he uh, became a friend of Favreau. Mm-hmm. And uh, historically, Bill Burr hates Star Wars. Or Star Wars. Okay. And Favreau's like, I really have this part for you. I think it would be great for you. And Bill Burr's like, you do realize I make fun of this all the time, right? It's funny because I think it, is that going to be the thing that Star Wars fans hate is like any they would kill for 
And I don't know. He just I, gets thrown in there. I love Bill Burr and like mm-hmm. just his voice and the way he like his Boston attitude is. It'd be it's funny if he's the one calling out all the inconsistencies in the show. <laughs> I think he's like, what's that guy doing over there? He's been preparing the same thing for three weeks. Like, you know, like what's this person over here? I think uh Bill Burr, the reason that happened was there's a Netflix show he did or with John John did with uh Roy Choi and they brought Bill Burr on as a guest. Yeah. And I mean, it's they probably have an ongoing relationship, anyways. But uh, I could see like why John would bring Bill Burr into something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it had to do with that show at one point. And that's like dragging me into like a DC movie. <laughs> You're gonna have a cameo. Literally oh, yeah. anything but that. 2003 was Star Trek Into Darkness. Okay. And then 2016 was Star Trek Beyond. There you go. Was it Beyond? So it was three. Was it? Wait, three. And then. Uh, that was it. Yeah. Wait, what was the third one? Beyond. What was the first one? Star Trek. Into yeah, Star Trek was the first one. Oh, that okay. was two thousand nine. Okay, so so Into the Darkness was the con one. Yeah, then. gotcha. And then Beyond was <clears throat> super dope. I remember because it's it's just an alternate timeline of the same universe, right? Yeah, the whole thing. It was really. I saw this interview the other day with. It was like an actor on actor interview or something. I can't mm-hmm. remember. I should really like those kind of interviews. It had Adam Sandler uh-huh. and Brad Pitt. And sure. they're like weird. Like <laughs> they put those two together. Yeah. Okay. And just funny to see like I don't know, like Aunt Sandler can hold his own like now. Mm-hmm. Like but how like as a comedian, that's really weird to make that kind of like, "Hi, I'm just standing up telling jokes," and then you slowly move to television. I wonder how awkward that is. Like how much actually you have to go back and get some acting for it or whatever for Adam Sandler. Yeah. Well, for any, for anybody as a comedian, uh, like Bill Burr, like I was, I was kind of oh, trying gotcha. to link it to the Bill Burr thing to where like, you know, he started doing, he has his own like cartoon stuff, but that's voiceover. Yeah. That's not like acting, you know, Gaffigan, I remember started doing uh, like Sprite commercials or whatever. Yeah. You know, I guess he's like, you just never know. Cause like Mitch Hedberg famously said, you know, it's unfair that he has to go from stand up to being an actor. He's like, it's fucking hard, you know? <laughs> Like he didn't have that, but then like you realize there's a lot of like stand up comedians are actually like actors, and like, stand up mm-hmm. is like what got them popular, you know? Yeah. Or like they're actually a good actor, but like comedy is the thing that hit. And then you realize like a lot of comedic actors are successful are like some of the best because it's hard to like land all that stuff. Yeah. So like I remember I mean, when Rogan and uh, and Sandler too. I mean Sandler mm-hmm. has some great friggin' movies that were dramas that were yeah. just I love. Like, and, Rain on Me is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, same here. And, uh, well, like, I remember when Chicago, the movie came out, mm-hmm. I remember like, all those actors I was just floored by, but specifically Catherine Zeta-Jones. I was like, I didn't know she could sing and dance like that. Then it <laughs> turns out she's a trained singer because that's part of acting. Mm. And it just, it just never hit like that. You know, there wasn't like a whole like need for like musicals and stuff in Hollywood until that point. So it was like, oh, that's really her singing. Because that was also during that era where like auto-tune is kind of new. And so like every actor was going to be in a movie that was a musical and they were just going to like auto-tune them or replace their or voice. Or they just something. get someone else to sing it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, what was it? Walk Hard? Mm-hmm. Um, that's That's got some hard auto-tune. Uh, Jenna, Jenna um, what's her last name? She was Pam in The Office. Oh um, yeah, I don't know her name. But she had a completely different singer because she even's like, I went to singing lessons for months and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was, just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So they, I, I think they even had someone famous. Dude, I mean, that's some of that Reese Witherspoon stuff. Oh, and, and walk oh, you're, line. Yeah, you're to walk. Okay, you said walk hard. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, you know, there's. It is like a, a spoof of walk. Yeah, yeah. Walk or every line. every biopic, you know, musical. Walk biopic. the line, like. Oh, man. I'd actually didn't T Bone Burnett also do the music for that? That's what's weird. Is T Bone also did um, Nashville? Yeah, 
the show, which had great music because mm-hmm. it's a bunch of like undiscovered music in Nashville. But the auto tune man is like real. Was hard. it auto bad too? Yeah, it's dude. Real that walk the line was so bad. You can hear that Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. stuff. My daughter can hear auto tune like on just normal little things for like yeah. television shows, like kids shows. You're like, all right, whatever. It's, it's a kids kids show. At least it's not annoying. And but like when you watch a movie and I hear it go boing, like it's a keyboard, and you're like, come on, dude. And this is June Cash. Yeah, you know, like you're supposed to be an amazing singer, like, <laughs> and not even on pitch. <clears throat> yeah, you know, like. The, how many times Dolly Parton been on pitch? You know, she sounds amazing though. And like, you know? I don't, I have no doubt that like you can take a, an actress and like give them some singing lessons mm-hmm. over like six months time and make them a decent enough singer to hold a tune where you can, you and I could cut their vocals and be yeah. like, all right, it sounds okay. Maybe add just a tiny bit of tune <laughs> or something. Mm-hmm. And, but like even in shorter than six months, like three months, but like, I know that actors and actresses are probably like, okay. And out the door, like, here you go. And like, you're in the room. And which is, is weird because there's so many choices now. Cause like, I think greatest showman was one of the best examples of how you could either do it or not. Cause like there's some people like uh, Hugh Jackman who mm-hmm. came from Broadway. He clearly could do his parts you Obviously, know, and stuff. Yeah. Zendaya is a singer. She can do her parts. Mm-hmm. Zach Efron, a lot of people don't know, like didn't start off as a singer, even though he's supposedly saying, He's now a great singer. Who knew? You know, like he His could, he could work into it. Stuff was mostly replaced in that first uh, in the first high school, high school movie. musical. But like, because he was so young. But like, but Greatest Showman, like you know, he's had years and years of singing lessons and mm-hmm. acting and stuff. He's like holding his own. But then Rebecca Ferguson didn't sing a lick of her own music. It was mm-hmm. uh, another gal from New York that was a demo singer. Yeah, and it, it it's seamless. Like it like they found someone who like matches the tonality and stuff. And they actually had Rebecca Ferguson like sing live, even though they didn't record it, so that they could like have like the pressure in her throat and like the veins, everything like kind of matching, you know? Yeah. And stuff. This woman who who was singing, and it was like, it's about telling the story, not about like if Reese Witherspoon can sound like June Cash, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> I just realized what the scene's gonna be like with Bill Burr. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah. I was. You guys were talking. I was like. <gasps> It's it's gonna be him in the bar because Bill Burr is the loud dude at the bar that like he's kind of drunk and he's kind of angry and he's yelling and he's super loud but yeah. he has this like unified logic that you can't understand for a drunk but, guy. But that's that's what I was saying. Wouldn't it be funny if he was kind of like the Deadpool series. He's like, well, let's look at this guy back <laughs> here. He's been here for like three weeks. Like, what's this guy over here doing? Like, just pointing out all like the things that like we just give tv shows you know yep. and so I was like, why does this scene. Mandalorian not change clothes? And yeah, like, he's gonna point months, out like you know like. Aren't you dead? Didn't you die in one of the movies? <laughs> no, just playing. But that, he should yeah, have been, that's Bill Burr should have been that uh, uh, the opposite of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh yeah. As, instead of James, what's his name? Oh, uh, James Marsden. <laughs> James Marsden. I would I would laugh my rear Bill hand off if that was Bill Burr because it'd be like, shouldn't you have just died? How <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah, still alive? I don't know. <laughs> He'd I, just be screaming the whole movie. He would be. I, I think I'd just watch it because it was him screaming. I heard. Speaking of Sonic, I don't. I didn't look into the article. See, this was true. I heard rumors that the revisions cost thirty-five million. Yeah, yeah. I saw that too. So if out that, of like ninety million, yeah, so out of ninety million, so brought it up to one hundred twenty-five million. Yeah. So if that's true, everybody's like, we got to go see this because it set a precedent of like. Okay, they listen to the fans, and if it doesn't, if there's no turnout. They're gonna mm-hmm. be like, never listen to the fans again. I have, a, I have a feeling that because mm-hmm. of the marketing and yeah. because of the memes and all the other crap that goes on because of it, it will do well just because. I, I'm now a little bit more certain that it was actually a revision and not a marketing move. Yeah, because uh, if anybody watches Corridor Digital, does the the visual VFX artist react? Yeah, it actually started with Sonic. 
Mm. And so when the new Sonic came out, they're like, emergency episode, because it started with this. So they reacted to the new stuff. Mm. They actually pointed out all the stuff. You know, they were like, look how like less saturated his eyes are. And like his fur is still unrealistic, but they actually went less detail. And That's then it made, it made the lighting like more accurate and stuff. And they were also talking about like how like when the lightning hits like the car, mm. you're like, it's not that it needs to look realistic. It's just that you see how much bloom and like um blowout it has mm -hmm. compared to the sky which is also blown out from the sun and stuff and your eyes like they actually fixed that stuff that wasn't connected to sonic really you know necessarily and um mm -hmm. he, they, they pointed out they're like okay they did the timeline they were like so by the time you see a trailer for a movie it's there's not much more than what's in the trailer that's re actually rendered yeah so they're like so they we saw a trailer on this date filming ended on this date before that and stuff and that was roughly four months and so to say that it'd be another four months before another trailer is cut the timing checks out. Mm -hmm. So they were like, and now the movie comes out like what, another six months or something like is that? It February, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so also for another four months. Yeah. So like all that timing checks out. So like, they were like kind of coming at it. Like it's, they were also having the feel like it was this fake or did they do this on purpose or what? I don't No, 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 They were saying that like the time they, they actually worked through the timing in their head and they okay. were like, the timing actually checks out. For like they actually did this in real time and it wasn't like a big stunt move. Okay, that's stuff. what I was asking if they yeah, yeah. if they thought it might have been a stunt move yeah. beforehand. They're saying if it was, it was heavily choreographed so that they had all angles. Mm -hmm. But they were like, it just checks out that I guess they said mm -hmm. I want to say like they said filming ended in October and then four months after that, so like early January or February or whatever releases on Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no the old trailer. Oh, I was just saying it, it releases had, on yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah, Justice said so the the uh, yeah February. So the um. The trailer that we saw came out four or five months after filming ended. Mm -hmm. So they were like, so that part, it all equals out to like the timing looks like it's right for like having to redo. So it doesn't look like shady mess. So yeah. <laughs> so the, like, they're like, and them actually pushing a date back, like it's, it's weird. It, it would, it would have messed up a lot of marketing things, like yeah. trying to like say one day and then push everything. I don't know. It was interesting. So now, unlike the new Mutants movie, which will never come out. Yeah, I actually kind of hope that it's just like a quiet Disney Plus release or Hulu release or whatever, you know. It just shows up. It's just like that scene in Saving Private Ryan where he puts his hand over his mouth and slowly puts the knife in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a crazy <laughs> movie. I, I wouldn't be... I, God, I know this is not going to happen and it's not a popular thought, but I would love for them to just like do that with all the X-Men movies. Be like... <laughs> Happen. Well, they're not on. They're not on the Disney Plus thing. Yeah. Neither are the Spider-Man movies that Sony made. Yeah, because I guess those are up like licensing or whatever. Yeah, I mean, the, but they're still in the MCU, so it's kind of weird. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff because even did you click on like other movies like Black Panther and stuff? Mm -hmm. and if you click on those movies, it says like this will be available on this date because of licensing. Oh, okay. Stuff and then there's some movies that aren't there at all yet because I don't think that's clear like what the licensing is like. Yeah, so, like I, the Spider-Man ones they said specifically with Sony. Yeah, about being on a exclusive. <laughs> Like That's crazy. Thing, you know? I don't think Hulk's on it either. Yeah, Hulk's not there. There's something else. I've seen a lot of people, and a lot, a lot of people mm -hmm. rewatching the X Men series. Yeah, me too. I also see more memes about not skipping the X Men theme song than any other mm -hmm. theme song. So that's really cool. Yeah, I sent one out there. It was pretty. Fun. Where are you seeing oh, yeah. that at? What's that? What? Where are you seeing Just that? Just uh, on, online, like yeah. people. Uh, You're on Facebook doing reviews of it and stuff. It's really nice. weird. And people post like just like tweets or like Facebook posts mm -hmm. of like. Just like not the only song that's good is X Men. It's just commentary people are making about well, the shows. Cool. Since it came out, people were like, "Oh wow, it's on Disney Plus." It's like, well, it was on like Netflix at one point in time, mm -hmm. and it was on Hulu for a long time. Like, but 
And then they had DVD releases that I yeah. had most of. So. I think this, I forget if it was this way on Hulu or whatever, but I think this might be the first time on streaming where you have the skip intro button. And that's why they bring up the yeah. song. Because you can do that with like every other intro. It is interesting. I So people talked about this. We mentioned it a little bit, um, I forget, last time on this podcast or during our live stream. But um, the DuckTales shows are out of order. Oh, yeah. Episodes. Did I mention that last time I think here? you said something about it, yeah. So X-Men is also that way. Yeah, but they've um, always been that geez. way. The DVDs are that way. <laughs> so, but I, I don't have the DVDs with me to double check. Mm-hmm. I want, is it just in DVD order? It, it's in whatever order it aired. Aired in. Well, which I remember, I remember when it came out yeah, yeah, that it, it was it messed aired. up. Because yeah. I was like throwing a pit fit and like, what the heck? They said it was going to be a new one and this is an old one and this is going on. And my dad's like, why don't you write them a letter? And I'm like, and even as like immediately like a sixth grade kid was like, that's going to do jack squat, dad. Nice. <laughs> Which is funny because um, we, we talk, I think to, we talked to Eric and uh, Julia Leewald, who mm-hmm. was showrunners for yeah. that show. They were like, Actually, that meant so much because I mean, people had to like had to take the effort to write it, so that yeah. would change directions of, <laughs> at that time. My now, letter would have changed. Now, the world. now it's different because any jackass can just comment, you know, an yeah. email or whatever. But they're like at that time, like for people to go through the trouble of like mailing, like finding the address of the studio to yeah. like mail them a physical letter. <laughs> I see that like, guy every once in a while in the grocery yeah, store. I'm funny. like, obviously, he doesn't know me. Know me? It's like, oh, that's the X Men guy. Yeah, Eric. Like, that guy's cool. Eric and Julia, if you <laughs> happen to funny. listen to this in the future. I have a reminder that popped up today that you told me that today was the first day we could get a hold of you after your big deadline. So tomorrow morning, I'll be hitting you up (laughs) (laughs) because uh, we have some follow-up stuff with Nerdsync to do. I want to be there for that. (laughs) Um, I was going to say with the... Oh, so the reason I was wondering if it was the DVD order slash air date was because the DuckTales new series is not an air date order. It's just wrong. Oh, weird. And, the, Ducta- and the DuckTales original series mm-hmm. is in some weird, I don't know who, like, it's not an air date. Mm-hmm. It's not in chronological. I don't know what you it said is. said even the titles were weird. Well, not the t- it's just like, okay, so like if IMDb has like the actual like air date order, mm-hmm. say episode 23 is like Huey, Dewey, and Louie go to, uh, it's not a real title, go to the circus. On Disney Plus, it's episode 54. That's and 23 weird. is something else. Um, but doesn't have the old number in the title still? No. Oh, I thought no, that's but, what you but, said. But no, but they'll skip numbers. So then the, that's yeah. episode 23, <laughs> but then there won't be an episode 24. But then Jesus. there'll be episode 25. That's something else. Mm-hmm. And then the total amount of episodes is, right? Still the same, yeah. But there's the wrong number of seasons. It's just like a really interesting... So I didn't know if like if the X-Men were the same way, if like yeah. it just kind of got shuffled or I, went to the I air think date. it would be it's funny weird. though, like if the, the numbers were in the title, kind of like, you know, how people used to, you know, people used to get stuff hacked or whatever online. It'd be like mm-hmm. season zero one E or S zero one E zero one, whatever for season one, episode one. <laughs> I just thought it'd be in my head. It's like yeah, episode 12. And then it says like, here we do it. We go to the, the episode five. Yeah. <laughs> Someone just went on like, they're like, Hey, we need to get all these episodes. You want to go to the vault? No, I'll just pull it up on BitTorrent. <laughs> they just load it in. However they got it or whatever. Part of me wonders if like, there wasn't a QC on that on a minor purpose because everybody talking about it's better publicity than nobody talking about it. You know? mm, that's so cool. That's one of those, is it the Occam's razor thing? Or it's like whatever's the simplest. Well, I'm saying like, because I, I see this a lot of times when we're working in like um, with some film stuff with friends, but especially mm-hmm. music stuff or even in YouTube, they're like, oh, this error happened on the thing. And then they were like, just leave it. We'll, we'll capitalize on people talking about it. 
So not that it was like the plan from the get go. Yeah. It was just like, should we put a ton of effort into it, make this right? Yeah. Or should we like let it go and then like, like build off the comments would be like at twelve minutes thirty seconds. This is yeah. So like, <laughs> like we had a, like sliced rice is a good example. Um, their first viral video, four point five million views, like over a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. At the very end, it says subscribe instead of subscribe. And so they're so embarrassed by it, they use like a thing to cover it, like a uh, end card thing. Yeah. It's like take that thing off there, man. All subscribe. those, all those, all those comments of people saying how you misspelled that. <clears throat> Are still engagement. They're, That's true. And it's at the end of the video, so you know they watch mm. the whole thing. Yeah. That's also like who, like not you don't get a whole lot of data about like who exactly has made it through the entire video. You know, so yeah. like, or you know, it's or like uh, little errors at the beginning of the video or anything. You know, so like it, I, I could totally see it being like, okay, should we spend the next like because there's a couple companies out in Burbank that um, some friends work for. They do QC on like DVDs and streaming things and stuff. Um. They, you know, and they said that they they comb through that stuff like Infinity War. They had to watch it in like however many dozen languages it was re-recorded and Ouch, stuff. That'd be so boring. And so, yeah, you, so it's a long sucks. process. So I guess with Disney Plus, there's probably something longer of a process than we think there is. Like, I don't know how many languages Disney Plus is in. You know, because I know yeah. I know there's like a language options. So like, I, I wonder if they were just like, should we spend the time? you know, however many days or weeks they would take to do that. Right. Or should we just throw it up there and then whatever outcome happens, we'll <laughs> stick the marketing department on it, you know, or something. <coughs> or don't stick the mind because everybody talking about it's still better promo than yeah. Because in, in the new DuckTales series, I didn't, I don't even watch that. So I don't even know what's out of order. But the only way that people knew what order to watch it in, besides maybe looking on IMDb, is that the creators of the new series tweeted out the, the thing. order. So it's like, how much would the how much would those guys have been tweeting out if it was right? You know. Also, like, like when you find that out, like why couldn't Disney people be like, hey, dude, real quick, just just switch that stuff around? Yeah, I think they're they'll probably fix it in like another round because I did see. Um, we talked last week about how the Simpsons are happening weird. Yeah, they're all weird things. Four to Disney three. Plus like tweeted or sent something out saying that's going to be fixed in a the future. They're not fixed. They're going to give options for the original aspect ratio and future. That's good uh, versions and stuff. But even then, it was like, huh. man. It's still PR. People are still watching it. Yeah, you it's know, just bringing buzz. So like, it's not like they. I think the even the thing that could have potentially been the greatest controversy is still like a little drop in the bucket with the uh, old content that has the warnings that, that there's like no. out, outdated uh, social norms or, or something. I don't know. Something like that. It's basically saying there these, these cartoons were racist, but like. <laughs> But, you know, we can't get rid of them all because we won't have a catalog. Of we don't want to take this stuff out. So we want people to see, you know, yeah. the way things were in history. I mean, like, I mean, there's a couple of things like Song of the South. I think everybody university was trying to exist and did, agreed didn't happen except for Zippity Doodah mm-hmm. and Briar Rabbit. And then everything Briar. else is like, <laughs> is like. Of which they have a, was it a uh, ride? <laughs> yeah, I think he ended up having his own shorts later or something. Oh, I don't know that. Just because, like, they're like, he's a cute character. That's where he came from. This, not, not Song of the South. He came from this thing. It was like, <laughs> sure, you know. But we remember. Did you, uh, did you just see that Disney, they released uh, new movie dates? They, yeah. I saw that, but... They didn't give any movies, but... Last time they did that, it was only about 30% right. Oh, yeah. So I'm just like... We're cool. We're gonna have some more Marvel movies. I'm yeah. good. I'm down with that. You know. What do you think is gonna come up soon? Hmm. Because we okay. So, so what we already know is that. What, what did they actually already announce? Because I guess there's some stuff we just know that's gonna happen whether they release it or not. There's gonna be another Black Panther. 
Um, yeah, I think Black there's Widow. definitely going to be a new Black Panther, Black Widow, uh, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, uh, Eternals are obviously saying she's she. coming out. <clears throat> um, so the first one that's coming out is going to be uh, was Eternals. Eternals. Oh, no, right. no, wait, wait, wait. Was it going to be Black Widow? Black Widow's first. Oh, wow. For some May reason, I thought first. it was going to be all Eternals. <clears throat> was that swapped or has it always been like the? I don't know. Interesting. <clears throat> It'd be funny. I know that they've shot Black Widow way before yeah, they yeah, started yeah. shooting Eternals, though, so. It'd be funny if Black Widow is like how SNL portrayed it with Scarlett Johansson. It's like Sex in the City. <laughs> She's just... Oh, you're talking about another one. There's a bunch of them they do that. Oh, yeah, but geez. this is actually Scarlett Johansson yeah. on SNL like yeah. as Black Widow. With Ultron being like the guy she's yeah. dating or whatever. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So that... Okay, that's coming out in May of next year, 2020. Uh, Eternals is coming out in we November We have to wait a year There's for Eternals? There's only two movies next year. But we have to wait a year for Eternals? I was actually yeah. looking forward to that one. Shang-Chi is coming out in February of the year following. Black Panther's not until like 2022. Yeah. Doctor Strange is coming out in May of that year, 2021. Uh, Love and Thunder, November 2021. And yeah, then Black Panther 2. 2022. 2022. And then we got uh, unscheduled stuff. So here's possible of those dates that they just released, which I'm sure Guardians of the Galaxy will be one of them. Yeah. Uh, Volume 3. Uh, what else we got? A cup to Marvel too. Possible yeah. Fantastic Four. Yeah, I'd actually down be down, super down for Fantastic Four. Oh, but uh, Ms. Marvel is supposed to be one of those things too, right? She's got she's the Disney Plus show. So in I don't know if you saw the thing Kevin Feige did in Disney. Things Plus. are going to cross over. He said that after she's hmm. in has a show, she's going to be in the movies, and that it the way he said it implied that it was going to be her movie. Hmm. hmm. But I don't know. Maybe he maybe he did mean she's just going to be a side character. In one I would of the movies, assume that they'd probably introduce her in the movie because you know she gets her character name from. She's, she's going to be a loving Captain Marvel. So Captain Marvel's <clears throat> side chick. I have to. No, but little kid. I have to like. No, like, <laughs> I, have to like oh. I have to look it up. But I the I th- I could have sworn in the video he said that they were going to introduce her in the show and then put her in the movies. Yes. Okay. I thought you said that they're going to introduce her in the movies. No, no. Well, I oh. said like it'd be easier for her to be involved in the movies mm-hmm. because she gets her name. Gotcha, gotcha. From liking Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, Blade. Right about that. Blade's another one that's that's gonna be a movie? definitely confirmed for being a movie. Okay, because remember it's the guy from uh, that's Cottonmouth. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, was, oh, like, that's it was right. like Netflix never happened. Mm. <laughs> so at least those are the ones that are at least somewhat confirmed. These other people, whatever website we're on here, says X-Men is possible, but I doubt that's going to be. I, uh, I, they're going to wait five years before they're going to even tr- attempt it. I wouldn't even be mad if they waited like 10 years. That's <coughs> oh, sad. It's just like, it's kind of like Fantastic Four. <coughs> oh, I swallowed wrong. <coughs> um, this Or even Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You don't let that shit breathe, you know, and just keep trying to like rehash it. Even though I loved the... Um, Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I had barely forgotten that Andrew Garfield was just Spider-Man. That was just Tobey Maguire, you know? I ignored those two <clears> movies, like straight up. Didn't even want to watch them. But it's just, they kept popping up. And even now, there's so many Spider-Man stuff. They're all crossing over. Like, they're all overlapping, not crossing over. Like, in the same year, was it It was like, like the same couple of years. It was like two Spider-Man movies, Venom and Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like, now there are so many of them, they're crossing, like they're overlapping from studios that own the rights. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, supposedly, I, I'm guessing the new deal that they hashed out between Sony and them, things are going to cross over a little bit more. So, mm. yeah, they announced uh, Spider Verse <clears throat> 2. Yeah. Which, dude, new rock stars, new, not, not new, new rock stars. <laughs> Those um, two. Yeah. New rock stars did a breakdown of the trailer. Yeah. It was like, it literally just the name. Yeah. And usually I hate those things, but they, 
brought up some good points of the first reveal of the first movie. Yeah. Was kind of like that. And they're like, it, all, it unfolded the entire, all the characters. Yeah. So they're like, if we use these flashing images, we might be able to predict what characters are going to see oh, this gosh. one. I'm like, oh crap, you might be right. So we just break, <clears throat> you know, people try to break down things from trailers. They got so good at it that they had to start putting in fake crap for the trailers on purpose so but, that they screw with people. Now they're going to have to do that with like teasers. <laughs> I guess, but I think I think they did this teaser specifically because they don't have to actually render out footage, but they can get tease yeah. like what characters are going to be in this one. It's kind of neat. Mm. Who did they say in that same thing with Feige? They talked about She-Hulk, yeah, and who was creating it, and it was like I was like, that's interesting. I couldn't remember. Uh, I think that they're doing are they doing She-Hulk and <clears throat> Moon Knight? Yeah. Oh yeah. The the, the showrunner that's doing both of them. But the She-Hulk thing, there was something somebody on the team that was like. Oh, that's an interesting choice. That's like I think they said it was gonna be something like comedic or something. Or man, now I'm curious. But She-Hulk to me, I know everybody's like, "What's Ms. Marvel gonna be like?" She-Hulk's the one I'm gonna be like, "They, that's gonna be a tough one." Yeah, because I, I mean, it's it's <clears throat> Bruce's cousin. Yeah, and she becomes She-Hulk by a blood transfusion. So like, I wonder how they're gonna they're gonna include then Bruce in it. That's gonna be weird. Maybe just references. If Mark Ruffalo is not canceled by then, <laughs> I'm more worried. There's about, not even anything happening with him. I'm just assuming that I'm more worried about this Black <coughs> Widow movie and whether it's going to be good or not. I heard a lot of stuff. In fact, one of the things on here that says it's really good, but I don't know. Yeah, I was just reading that. Black Widow movie was nuts. The girl uh, from Midsummer, I forget her name. She's on here. Uh, Florence Pouge, 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 Pew. She said uh, it was one of the most bizarre, nuts, extravagant experiences. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. In place uh, in Budapest, so we know it's going to be like a... Throwback at least. Yeah. I am... <coughs> this is confusing. Everyone's coughing. If you go yep. if you go to the She-Hulk's um, thing in IMDb, yeah. it is mixed notes from She-Hulk, the upcoming series, and a 2008 movie. Weird, um, <clears throat> but this movie looks awesome. Keep, the, or it's a short. What is this? <laughs> what on look, earth look. is that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was like, I that can't be real. That I don't think. <clears throat> mm. <laughs> So this thing for Disney Plus is supposed to be She-Hulk, Moon Knight, and Miss Marvel mm-hmm. in Ms. a series. Marvel. Well, separate Ms. series. Ms. Marvel. <clears throat> They're all separate series. Yeah. Oh, new series mm-hmm. featuring. Yeah. They each get their own. I see people, I you know, and you know, I know I brought up this web awful website. We got it covered, and there's a billion of them like it. I feel like they keep buying new ones and making new websites and whatnot just to have different names to put out crappy, crappy clickbait garbage. Mm-hmm. I just see people like... I remember when Miss Marvel was like being cast. They're like, "It should be Ronda Rousey. It should be Ronda Rousey." And like now, it's moved on to Captain Mar- or to She Hulk. It should be Ronda Rousey. Like, no, it shouldn't you know, be Ronda Rousey. I think I think I was open to that idea before I saw her acting. Um, <laughs> once again, actually talking to Atomic Mari yeah. about it because uh, Mari's actually way more into wrestling. I'm virtually not in wrestling at all. Mm-hmm. She was like, uh, "We just never learned because like <laughs> you see, you you think it's just because she's a wrestler." Uh, but then you see other wrestlers act, and you're like, wrestlers can act. She just can't. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's ridiculous. And I've I've brought this up before about her scenes in Mortal Kombat 11. Um, 
I, I didn't even like really fully realize how ridiculous this is until I was talking to Mari and her, her husband, Peter. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a scene where uh, everybody's at like an army base trying to figure out how to like conquer this demon coming from the nether realm. And it's Sonya and Johnny Cage and like all the other army people. And then like the, like the ninjas and like Raiden, the God of thunder. And they're all trying to plan this together. That scene shouldn't work. But everything is so believable. Raiden's like, we must unite the, the, the armies together, blah, blah. And he's a thunder god, you know, that's like very like Asian, like inspired and stuff. And then there's like this ice ninja and this fire demon from hell. And they're all like, yes, yeah, like unite the clans, blah, blah, blah. And then then like the one person that would be the easiest to be like relatable and real is the army lady. And it's voiced by Ronda Rousey. And she's like, but how will we ever reunite <laughs> The and it's like, <laughs> how is it that like the amongst like the thunder god, the ice ninja, and like the fire demon and stuff, the one person that's not believable is like army lady, yeah, just by her performance. I was like, I believed Raiden, whoever voiced Raiden's like, I'm like, I'm with you, Raiden. Like, let's like we're gonna gather the forces, we're gonna go <laughs> invade Nether Realm, you know, and stuff. But. Well, I know this oh, this <clears throat> Gina Carano, right? Mm -hmm. She she was in Deadpool. Yeah, oh, she's yeah, a wrestler yeah. too. She uh, was she a wrestler or MMA? Um, she's one of the fighters. Either, either, yeah, she's a fighter either way. And I remember, at least when she was younger, she looked like the perfect fit for Wonder Woman for me. Like, I was mm. like, she was also, uh, I don't know if she still is uh, a girlfriend to uh, Henry Cavill, but at one point uh, she was. She's super see, hot. See, uh, Mari actually brought up her too from Deadpool. She's like, so her character, guess what they didn't make her do? A bunch of dialogue. You know, they were like, let's play to your strengths. Yeah. You know, like, like she, she can like act well physically, you know, maybe not, I guess we don't have any evidence yet, but maybe not like deliver a complete dramatic monologue, Yeah, you know, but like, let's not like try and make things that aren't what they aren't, you know? Mm. So she like fit that role perfectly. Apparently she's <clears> going to be a Mandalorian as well. <clears throat> I didn't know that. I feel like there's going to be a lot of like, I, I was at first I was excited about Ming-Na Wen being in there and I still am. Yeah, but now I'm afraid she's going to be like a five second cameo because of how many people are supposed to be in this. It's true. Because Ming Na Wen, I just saw her credit was like assassin. Mm. So I don't even know if she has a name necessarily. <laughs> just assassin. Just assassin. Hey, assassin. <laughs> I mean, I saw the still of her. She looks badass. So mm. I can't wait to like see the full. When I hear uh, Mandalorian, I think assassin. Mm -hmm. Well, he is a bounty hunter, and I love uh, <clears throat> anything that Ming Na Wen is in is awesome, and it's. I thought that they missed an opportunity for her to be like the mom in Mulan since she is the voice of Mulan. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, she could totally, totally been like the mom in the new like live action Mulan. I wonder if she didn't want that or something. Maybe or, not. Because I know, was it Julie Andrews didn't want to be in Mary Poppins? They like, know uh, she was kind of, but not, she didn't have to come in for it. Yeah. I think her, I think for that, she said her reasoning was she didn't want to pull the, the tension away from Emily Blunt. Okay. You know, which cut, you know, it, it would have like if if like there was old Mary Poppins came in somehow, you know, and stuff. Mm. Even though it's supposed to be the same person, yeah. If she came in, it'd be like, oh look, Julie Andrews, you know, like, oh, my good friend, <clears throat> um, who's also me. Yeah. Um. Someone pointed it out, and I can't remember what their explanation was, but they were like, Ming Na Wen might be the only, or at least one of the first, if not the only, uh, Disney egots. You know, mm. it's it's not necessarily egot because it's. Different, not different organizations, but she's like, mm. she's, she's a Pixar movie. She's a Disney princess. She's yeah. like uh, in the oh, Marvel I see yep. what you mean. stuff. She's in the Star Wars. Yep. You know, she's in every branch that Disney owns. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so she's, she just she's goes like, with all of them. 
No, no, she's like, she's like, you know how like, uh, like Lady Gaga, you know, has like a Grammy, Emmy, Oscar, you know, stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, Ming Na Wen is like, like she's a major character in each of those things. She's like in each, like she's a, a starring role in like each of the, the arms of uh, Disney and stuff. Mm. You know, everywhere from like a Marvel superhero to like a Star Wars hero to, or maybe what's a Star Wars? A Star Wars <laughs> what's a hero Star Wars to a Disney princess. You know, yeah, stuff like she has. Like she, <clears throat> TV, movies. She's like an eagle spreading her wings across everything. It's beautiful. I know that, uh, was it the Mary Poppins reboot or whatever? Uh -huh. Didn't do very well comparatively. Yeah. Oh, and so, I didn't see that, but I guess I could see. Just at least in the, at least money wise. Mm -hmm. And uh, speaking of the same, <laughs> um, the Charlie's Angels movie came out this weekend. Yeah, kind of bomb. We'll think we'll end on this one. Uh, kind of, it was what like a fifty million just to make it. That makes sense. That sounds normal for an <clears throat> for, action movie so in Hollywood, or like, like a, a little, little, little under for yeah. an action movie, especially nowadays. Um, um, but it bombed. It did like eight. Like it did eight million. Like it wasn't a little over eight. Like Maybe been like eight, eight point like eight and a half or something, something yeah. like that. Um, because whatever was over it, like midway or something, only did mm -hmm. like a little bit more than that. Yeah, and then it was like a large gap. To Ford versus Ferrari was like hundred million. Oh yeah, or something. I definitely want to see that. I mean, it looks way more entertaining. Entertaining. Yeah. So we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast. Uh, I think mm -hmm. the media is really like trying to paint Elizabeth Banks in a bad light. Mm -hmm. In my head, there's a little bit of like Illuminati, like tinfoil hat <laughs> thing yeah. in there. Because when something bombs, they they need somebody to like something to attach it to. You know. Yeah. And there's no secret. I love Elizabeth Banks. We saw her actually speak about this movie at AT and T Shape, mm. and uh, she's a YouTube space like pretty frequently in things. Um, I mean, by now everybody's seen the tweet that she put out. She's like, you know, if you're, if you're going to have a movie bomb, have your name attached to it like four different ways or something like that. Yeah. Um, the things I've been reading is saying like, she's blaming like God. She, I've seen a variety of headlines. I saw one headline that said like Elizabeth Banks blames men for the failure of, how are you saying God for a second? Yeah, a, fa a failure. <laughs> what he have to do with this? Of the, these guys, <laughs> the blames guys for the failure of Charlie's angels. And this one we see it here says, uh, comic book movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what, like, this article I haven't read specifically, but the other one that I read, they were, like, citing a mixture of uh, interviews that were from before and after the movie release. And when we saw her at Warner Brothers when she was talking about making the movie, um, she kind of, like, pointed out that, like, it's not going to have the level of success that, like, a Captain Marvel or a Wonder Woman has. And stuff because it's not attached to like this large cinematic universe. And so I forget if she said she hoped that people don't see it like that, but she kind of pointed out like it's not going to be one of those movies, you know? Mm. I don't think anybody predicted it was going to bomb this bad, but it was kind of like a what didn't help was before the movie came out, the soundtrack bombed even worse than anything. Yikes. Like, because the soundtrack was actually uh, curated by Ariana Grande. Yeah, didn't it have her and Miley? And yeah, that was the main song. But then mm -hmm. Ariana Grande's on almost every song, the soundtrack too. Okay. And I guess she, she kind of, I think, I think they wanted to reproduce what they did with Lord and Hunger Games. I think what we learned yeah. though is Lord has a lot better music tastes than Ariana Grande. Yeah. <laughs> um, or at least maybe in curating a soundtrack or something. Because uh, the song, the songs were okay. Like, I mean, there was like a Donna Summer song on there, like Bad Girls or something. But it was like mm. a weird remix and. Then mm. in the, and the one with her and Miley and Lana Del Rey was like not very good. The production was like hot, but like there's no melody in it. It sounded yeah, it sounded weird to me. Technically, <laughs> and, and on paper, it sounds like it would be a good movie. You know what I mean? 
but I think uh, there was just too many thing, too many elements put in, put, trying so, to put into the same film. So that soundtrack that Ariana Grande um, curated sold eight thousand copies. Wow, the budget <laughs> forty eight million. So, so that was like the that was the precursor. So that came out two weeks before the movie. I think it just kind of like set the tone, you know, for everything. But yeah, the 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 movie is probably I, we haven't seen it yet. Is probably decent because I, I like because yeah. um I still stand by like if it's a female centric movie, if the writing room has like female representation in it, mm. it'll it'll hit the notes it needs to. And this was basically helmed by Elizabeth Banks. I, I'm in the previews look like I had good action. I actually didn't like mm. Kristen Stewart before a couple years ago. Yeah. Getting really shown her own, and we we know that the one girl from uh, Power Rangers can do it. You know, how much did you say it grossed? Eight U- U.S. eight point five million. Yeah, like that or and it was forty eight million dollars to make, not including marketing, probably. Yeah. and then cumulative worldwide gross <laughs> says the just an estimate of twenty seven. Oh, well, at least the international is more. Yeah, because that's good. But like, which still is like not even half once you add the marketing budget. My here's my deal with this. Uh, I know she wants to make it an inclusive thing and a female empowerment thing, and that's cool. But you're choosing Charlie's Angels, which is like 1970s show that was like, hey, let's get like four or three, three uh, very very good looking, attractive bombshells and put them in some funny things where they funnily beat up some some males and and whatnot and just it's goofy. Like mm-hmm. the whole, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Have you ever watched like the old Wonder Woman? Same, same mm-hmm. way. It's goofy. And so you're trying to make it serious and then you want, I don't know, you're trying to make it more serious. Even if you saw the 2000s version, it's goofy mm-hmm. and it's funny because it has Bill <clears throat> Murray in it. Yeah. So like it's supposed to be like silly. Like when you, when you have that, oh. I don't know. I, I just, let me finish it real quick. When, when you have something that's historically been goofy and silly, yeah, and then you try to like pan it one way. I don't think it's gonna do well. So have you seen it then? Not the new one. Oh, okay. It, no, it just looks very because okay. the impression, more intense. The impression, impression I got from when Elizabeth Banks spoke is it was gonna be a big campy ride, but I haven't seen it yet. So watch the trailer from the old one and watch the trailer from the new one. I mean, mm-hmm. I wonder. This is just my theory. <clears throat> is based off of you know the old movies and and this movie. If the one thing if she would have picked the three top actresses or actors right now, I don't even know if that would have been an option with a, with a, a budget of $48 million. That would have been like one of the actors. Well, I'm just yeah, saying in true. theory, if she was to pick the three top female actors of the time, just like they did in the old one, mm-hmm. so that's, would it have done differently? So that's actually something I brought up before we started recording was that like, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if just the Drew Barrymore, Charles Angels were just better movies and that they actually, they had three of the biggest stars at the time. Mm. Like 20 years ago, you could, you couldn't find many more stars bigger than Lucy Liu, uh, Drew Barrymore and uh, Cameron Diaz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bombshells. And uh, like that definitely probably plays to his strengths. And also like, and it was Drew, silly. <clears throat> Drew Barrymore was like a pair. Drew Barrymore produced those. And she's she's a powerhouse in this yeah. town, you know. She's really good. Elizabeth Banks like works hard, but I could I can't say that she has the uh, like the uh, 
with like the arm bending powers that maybe a Drew Barrymore could have in this town, you know, yeah. and stuff. So, and once again, it, it probably was just like hands down a better movie. I won't know until I see this one. I seriously <clears throat> watch rewatch the trailers, just mm-hmm. just the trailers. Um, the original, well, the one in two thousand is fun and goofy and silly, mm-hmm. and like it's basically like smart uh swimsuit assassins mm-hmm. <laughs> to where they're like hey we'll beat these guys up and we're smart and it's funny it's got bill murray in it too and so like it's it looks like a fun ride when you watch mm-hmm. it and then you watch this new one and it's like it's like very secret agenty very like very serious even the music that comes from the mm-hmm. ariana grande song that's playing with it it's very serious like these girls this, i have another theory like because I, I haven't seen it i'll say that mm-hmm. But in the trailer, it shows, you know, what was her name? Uh, Haley Scott. Is that the chick? Let me see. Is it Naomi Scott? Is Naomi it? Scott. Yeah. So in the trailer, like, all right, so we're, we're used to Charlie's Angels being these badasses. Yeah. And they're already trained. They're, they're everything. You know, they're like the James Bonds of the world. Mm-hmm. And then this one, uh, what's her name? I keep going away from the names. Um, Ella. She she's is former MI6, according to the trailer, right? So it's very like similar, but the Naomi Scott, she's just like I don't we don't know yet because I haven't seen it. If she's like a tourist or she, I forget even the trailer. He's, like if she traveled into in, her, she's she's not an agent. She's not like formally trained. But then they because of whatever the plot is they need her to stay within the team they're teaching her everything they show her the closet mm-hmm. you, these are all things you see in the trailer i wonder my theory is is if they didn't if she did, decided to not do that if it may have i wonder what the thing is you know what the reason why it didn't do so well is it because of the other films i mean there's so I mean, many variables i i i agree with elizabeth banks like it wasn't gonna hit the cinematic universe status because it just wouldn't and it doesn't have like it has three like known known names mm-hmm. but i can't say the biggest names yeah it definitely doesn't it. have lucy Liu, drew barrymore um, and cameron diaz right and for this weekend i know the reason we didn't see it was because i wanted to see ford versus ferrari more mm. and it just it wasn't that i didn't want it. i want to see charlie's angels this is that in that day that we we're like okay we have a few hours tonight like i want to see that one yeah um so maybe it might also just been like man like bad timing for whoever scheduled it could that be thing. i just want to see more elizabeth banks tell you the truth just personally i love her as an actress i just don't i love all her stuff but like uh, you you gotta wonder like what would have happened if this movie came out the same week as like a bunch of animated stuff or something Mm. you know like like if it had done better yeah because like even though ford versus ferrari isn't an action movie per se i it it, to me it filled that like space of an action film because um, I can't wait for you to see it because, like, I'm not even like that much of a car buff. Yeah, and I felt the adrenaline. I felt like the sound design was so good. I'm talking about Ford versus Ferrari. The sound design was so good. I could smell the gasoline and yeah. stuff. Um, it, it was just like going to be. I, it was. I haven't even seen Charlie's Angels yet. And I can tell you that Ford versus Ferrari was going to be a better movie. But like, it's not even the same camp. It's just yeah. happened to come out the same week. And that's why that's one of those either either like the trailer and this has happened before in the past mm-hmm. to where like a trailer was just cut so poorly mm-hmm. or it didn't like inc- excite people enough. Then and that Ford versus Ferrari one, you watch it and you're like, dang, I want to see that movie. Like you just do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do, too. And if you were to choose between that movie and Charlie's Angels, well, I guess it's a goodbye. Yeah. Charlie's Angels. Like, I know Charlie's Angels. I thought the Charlie's Angels trailer was like good it made me laugh and everything when i saw it and it teased that song and everything that mm-hmm. sounded good in the trailer and then we actually heard the songs like Ugh. but uh 
I I don't know. Like I don't know if the general public knows this, but like a different company cuts trailers than yeah. does the films and stuff. So it might have been between that because there's like you can I forget what it is. There's documentaries about the trailer cutting companies and stuff, and they mm-hmm. all admit to like there's formulas that happen in like little three or four year stints. Yeah, they all adhere to, and um, like it could have just been that or like uh you know there's like test audiences and stuff which is yeah. like a curse because we can't say which ones we've been in but vince and i've been in like a lot of test audiences and i forget who it was uh the guy who directed like annabelle and lights out and all that stuff okay he, he's still a youtuber he was a youtuber he got and then he did one of his shorts got discovered and then he went on to do all these other movies and stuff mm-hmm. um he still has a youtube channel and he does a cool video about test audiences and stuff he's like the problem is you have these people who want to who feel like they have to say something and they want to sound like a film critic or they believe that they are a film critic mm-hmm. or something you know so they're like well in the second scene the motivation of the third character was and he's like yeah but did you like the movie like but the third scene's character arc he's like did you like the movie you know like <laughs> And, and so I, th- I want to say that like maybe like a they, you know they cut something together and they do a test audience so like I wanted to see more of this and then they try to like add everybody's input into it. You know, I I have the fix. Elizabeth Banks, if she had the the money again, she needs to do Charlie's Angels again, but revise it with Lenny Kravitz, her, and Woody Harrelson the three of them as Charlie's angels, but call it hunger angels because I liked all three of their characters in hunger games. <laughs> so if she would just use, cause there are three powerhouse names mm-hmm. and I, I would love to see Lenny Kravitz and Woody Harrelson as angels. Mm-hmm. That would be hilarious. So before this podcast, I didn't know that it was only a $48 million budget. I mean, we say only 4 million, 48 million, but it's still a lot of money. But for like uh, like an action movie these days, like I feel like like a hundred million is like minimum, easy, on, and all that stuff. So knowing that, like holy crap! I mean that when Elizabeth Banks says she's still proud of Charlie's Angels, mm-hmm. I kind of get what she's saying. If she's actually proud of like the story and everything they accomplished with like less than fifty million dollars in filming budget, then I think I would be proud too. Because it it's could like, be really no. good. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I just million I was, dollars, yeah, that you I was thinking of the <laughs> bubble boy. Oh, like you want five hundred dollars? Yeah. But, <laughs> or or uh, the, what was it? Uh, uh, the, the dude from uh, Blue Streak or whatever, or uh, Blue Streak or what was that? Blue chips. Blue. No, it was that weird streak movie? I can't remember the comedian's name. The black dude. He's he's like, he's uh, you punk bitch. Oh, it was the one with uh, Jackie Chan. I forget what that was called now. But uh, five million dollars. But I like it. It's. It isn't a lot of money comparatively to movies that it probably was meant to compete with. Yeah. Which I'm actually just even seeing the trailers, how many explosions and like stunts and stuff like, mm-hmm. man, like they got with a lot. So that's why I'm, I'm a little skeptical. I mean, Elizabeth Banks, I don't know her personally, so she might be kind of bitchy about this or not. But mm-hmm. in the couple of times we saw her speak, she was pretty level headed about it. And I just that's I before sh- she didn't have a movie crashing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, but, even even but like I listened to her speak, you could tell that she just knew so the reason I brought all that up is because the the articles coming out that she's like blaming this or that because I've literally mm. seen Elizabeth Bank, Bank Banks blames 
fill in the blank with like three mm-hmm. or four different things yeah. in it. And it was like, well, like, are they all these things? Are they all like interpolating different interviews or same interviews? I say that because like it, I just came across uh, an article an article and a news report by Fox News, mm-hmm. which I know is the most reputable news, news source on earth, um, saying like the American Heart Association just had conclusive like research in 2019 that marijuana use is linked to uh, strokes and arith- heart arrhythmia. Huh. And I, so I went to read it. So here's the thing. If you see people's reactions, you know that 99% of the time it's just the headline. So the people's reactions on Twitter were like, this lie, this is a lie. And then a lot of other people are like, I always knew it. It was going to poison you. Like it's, you know, yeah. it kills everyone, blah, blah, blah. When you actually what? read the article, A, it's only a sample size of like 48,000, 50,000 people. Mm-hmm. Still a lot of people, but far from a conclusive you know, usually these yeah. tests happen like a lo- way bigger. Mm. And this is, I think they were all in like one or two regions or like a one college or something like that. Yeah. And then the other thing was I actually read the report. All these people. So this was clearly set up because all these people who were smoking cannabis yeah. were also smoking tobacco on a regular basis. Okay. Like not even tobacco, like any kind mm-hmm. specifically cigarettes yeah. on a regular basis. And so there, but the top of the report was to report on marijuana use, but in the detailed report, it's marijuana and cigarette use. Mm-hmm. But the headline says marijuana use yeah. contributes to heart arrhythmia and stroke. That sounds like sometimes when they get those, like uh, uh, any kind of over the <clears throat> phone, like questionnaires or whatever else they like, mm-hmm. they'll word them like a certain way to where like, well, do you believe this or this or that? And like they, they word them in such a way to where like, if you say this, you don't necessarily would never, they, they would re reinterpret it. Like what you're saying with this thing at the top. And you'd be like, I'd never say that. That was not what yeah. I was th- saying, you know, and that's, you know, all sides, but you it's, know, it's just kind of like, you know, correlation does not equal mm, causation, yeah. you know? And it's like, not to say that might not be true, but like, yeah. why didn't they do the same test without having people smoke cigarettes? I saw like a bunch. <laughs> yeah. like, I saw a bunch oh, of interviews we didn't think about too, that. That for, for this. And I was like, okay, so what, you were telling me like some of these interviews might have been before the movie came out. Mm-hmm. And so now they're just kind of rehashing them and whatnot. And I was like all ready to go in like trailblazing, like blazing. <laughs> like, you kidding me? Cause she, like one of them had said like, she kind of blames this, the failure of this movie on like, on um, like men uh, not wanting to come see like, books, yeah. like uh, a, a movie with female leads. And it's like, and unless well, it's a Marvel movie and I was like, hold on, let me pull up like a billion freaking movies that have female mm-hmm. leads that men love that aren't over-sexualized. Yeah. yeah. You know? I, I get it though. I mean, even, I mean, I hate to say this because I want to see Charlie's Angels, <clears throat> but even from like my male perspective, I can't speak for all male perspectives. Um, in my list of priorities for this week, um, before I found out Ford versus Ferrari was coming out the same week, I was going to see Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as that one came in, like that sounds much more interesting to me. Yeah. So the reviews were coming in like it's amazing. Maybe it wasn't that I, I well, it definitely wasn't that I hated the movie. I fully intended to see the movie. Mm-hmm. It's just that in terms of like um, uh, priority, it just got knocked down a peg yep. for me. I mean, it was definitely more the midway. As much as I love Mandy Moore, maybe I'd, it'll come come right back, especially yeah. all of this bad press or whatever. I mean, also like there's a billion movies. I put down a bunch of movies uh, over here that were cut that are basically cult classics now. Oh yeah, that, that bombed when they came out. Uh, Shawshank Redemption bombed yeah. when it came out. Office Space bombed when it mm-hmm. came out. Fight Club bombed when it came out. The Thing, the old one, bombed when it came out. Super 
really bombed. Everybody loves that what movie. What was Super? Mystery Man. It's the one with uh, Dwight. Oh, I never, saw, I never saw that. Mystery Man. Yeah, Love that movie amazingly. Classic. It bombed horribly. Well, because there weren't enough superhero movies for it to parody, but it was the first parody. Yeah. Of superhero movies. Exactly. <laughs> like, it was the first parody of like team up movies, and it was before there was like a team, team up. up. It movie. came out before X Men yeah. came out. Oh, wow. Which was ridiculous to me. Uh, Iron Giant, which everybody yeah. like loves Iron Giant as it's yeah. like an amazing, one of the last true animation movies mm-hmm. that were just <clears> great. That bombed when it came out. So, like, I mean, it could still be, oh, it could still find a cult. He said, oh, I see on your list, Tre- uh, Treasure Planet. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite Disney films of all time. Mm-hmm. And it tanked so bad, it actually ended 2D infor- animation for Disney. Yeah, serious. <laughs> and then uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, arguably one of the best movies. Uh, UHF. Mm-hmm. UHF, uh, uh, the Weird, Weird, Weird Al, Al movie. It is one of my favorite movies of mm-hmm. all time. It came out the same weekend of like three other huge movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was like The Last Crusade and like whatever else. And Donnie Darko. It's got buried. Donnie Darko was another one that basically it only recapped its money after like it had a huge cult following and DVD sales. I understand I did why. I a paper on that movie in college. <laughs> I understand why though because I actually watched it with our friend Nick Marks. Mm-hmm. He's the one that showed it to me on DVD because I had no interest in seeing it in the theater. Yeah. And on DVD he showed us the director's cut. And I don't know if I sense. I don't know if I could have watched it without <laughs> director's cut because the director's cut had uh, title cards mm-hmm. between scenes and just that tiny bit of information just gave all the context in the world. It, it, it added to that list. Uh, my favorite movie of all time, Christmas Story, mm-hmm. complete commercial failure. Yeah. It wasn't even that big budget. But I mean, afterward, now it's not. But you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it came out, yeah, the that opening weekend or whatever, it's mm-hmm. a complete commercial failure. And uh, I think they were planning on doing like a number of releases <clears throat> from the same book series. What's uh? The black and white movie that everybody, the Christmas one. Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life. Huge well, commercial. Not even a Christmas movie. I mean, like it, it came out, but like it just, it bombed so bad. And the mm-hmm. only reason that people, it became like more of a Christmas movie mm-hmm. was not until like the 70s and 80s mm-hmm. when they started just replaying it all the time. At Christmas. At Christmas or, time. Yeah. Or people were like, oh, it's a Christmas movie. Because it does have, it does have the Christmas tree and it yeah. ends on the Christmas note. Mm-hmm. But the story wasn't meant to be an inspirational Christmas story. It was just about the dude's like suicide and yeah. life and everything. Was but, Miracle on 34th Street? Was that color? The original was There's wasn't. two of them, yeah. Yeah, like, the original wasn't, but they remade it in the 90s? Yeah. With, uh, what's her face? Um, she was in Matilda. The, 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 I remember the old the guy one. from Jurassic Park? Yeah. <laughs> the Santa? The, I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> No, it's not. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to go on record and say that, like, I, I don't, my, even though I haven't seen this movie, I, I don't, I don't predict Elizabeth Banks, Charlie's Angels have become one of those cult classics. Um, yeah. There's just something when you read that list of names. I Maybe I'm wrong. I, I got to go see it first. I'm going to say all that first. I got to say that, see it first, but it just probably bad timing. And it probably, you know, it's probably a good movie. Probably not as good in what, as to the two other things it's being compared to. You know, it may not be as good as the other Charlie's Angels remake. Mm-hmm. There are two of them that were like, Kind of like the campy, like early two thousands masterpieces, you know. I'm right, Chris. Oh, he was hard. He was Santa. That's hilarious. Oh, was the same dude? He's the same dude. Oh no way! (laughs) I was like, um, oh man, I just must have got that wrong. No, I'm right. Oh, that's because I was thinking of the old, the old, old. Yeah, definitely not that. (laughs) He'd be dead by then. Yeah, but um, he's dead now too. But (laughs) so the new Charlie's Angels is probably not as good a movie as like the. 2000s like kind of it classic like mm-hmm. I say classic because the 2000s Charlie's Angels kind of embodied all of the 
you could show people the Charlie's Angels Drew Barrymore remakes and be like, basically everything in 2000s movies did were in these movies. Yeah. And it's, and it's not as good. It's not, probably not as good as the movie that debuted the same week as Ford versus Ferrari. Because, man, that movie just like hits home on all levels. Yeah, it's know? a really great movie. Let me show you the quick trailer just to, just to throw it back and forth here. So goofy that is. Yeah. Yeah, this is giving, giving like Mortal Kombat 1 vibes. Yeah. Like, this is like... Uh, it's got that Matrix Tom Green. This is when they were dating, right? So long ago. This is 20 years ago. Yeah, that I reminds mean, me of Police Academy or it, something like that. It, yeah. no, it, it does, but it has everything from like late 90s, early 2000s. Like mm-hmm. it'd be like that's that's it has Destiny's Child, like every, like that's mm. all those things. I mean, like I, I don't. It, it, does I that don't, not look like a more entertaining, at least trailer, than the newer trailer? I just felt like they were different. I, when I saw the new Charles Angels th- trailer, I was like, I'm going to go see that. Yeah. I thought that was funny, you know. I, I thought well, the part that I thought was funny was uh, you tricked me into liking Kristen Stewart, and then and then she was like, "I'm just the distraction." And then the other girls came out like, "Oh, that was pretty clever," you know. But mm. I don't I don't know what the movie is going to be like. Um, also, I, I just remembered when we were talking about it being 48 million dollars, um, something Elizabeth Banks had said. She didn't say that it was a tax write off or something like that, but she did say that she was in a meeting for another movie at Sony mm. and literally on her way out, whoever she was in the meeting with, like, also we have Charlie's Angels we have to renew. So this might've just been keep the rights. Keep the rights movie. To it. Yeah. Um, but she genuinely, <coughs> she genuinely tried to do her best with it. Yeah. yeah. But for the studio, maybe mm. don't, the reason it was under 50 million was because we're like, uh, this is what we have at the end of the year or something, you know, mm. I don't know. Um, I still want to see it though. Like this thing, I hate. I feel bad about talking about it so much, and I yeah, actually without seen actually it, seeing it, like, there was to know a, what to talk about. There was, a, and I'm probably way off, but there was a vibe I was getting from her when she at AT and T shape when she's talking about it, uh, and it was right after she had just talked about like uh, changing changing up or having to add herself into the movie just because the writers at the time, I'm not gonna, you know, but the writers at the time had the idea wrong and she went she was like i'm gonna step in i'm gonna do this right mm-hmm. so she she it was you know off of this conversation i just got this whole vibe not from that conversation just but from like overall that she knew she it was going to be tough like super tough yeah. for her and she even like went as far as to tell us like all a lot of great information but the, with the overtone of this is a very tough hard job and like she she does it very well and she's very organized and the things just that she has lined up and her team and everything is crazy to hear all of what was happening at the time and yeah that's when she had said something about like they she was walking out and they they had said hey we have charlie's angels mm-hmm. and okay i'm gonna put my tinfoil hat on again because i don't actually think this is what happens mm-hmm. but i want to kind of say i one percent of me is going to put out there in the universe. This is possible. So that if it comes out later that it was right, it's like, oh, okay, part of me thought that might have happened. Mm-hmm. She did communicate that she pissed off a lot of people along the way to make the movie that she wanted to make. Just the way Hollywood works. Yeah, I don't know if somebody shut that down systematically. I thought that one of the articles oh. that I was reading said that the marketing wasn't so good or wasn't like it was non-existent. Yeah, I didn't even know it came out this week. So you might you could be right with that. You know, I don't know. I, and maybe the trailer was cut in a weird tone or something, or or maybe maybe that's why the well, maybe budget was shot so low. In a weird tone. I mean, like if it's yeah. not goofy and funny like that. I mean, especially with something that like it's the '70s. You watch those old yeah. '70s shows; they're hilarious. Because the example she gave us was that hmm. she had a team of she didn't name them, but hmm. uh, male writers that were very like high profile in Hollywood. And hmm. They wrote a scene and 
they basically kind of underplay the woman for like no reason at all. Like, I mean, I get like not trying to like. Are you talking about the helicopter scene? Right? Yeah, like okay. or a, a plane scene. Yeah. Uh, you know, I get I get not trying to force any mm. like diversity into something. Mm. But she's saying there was a scene where Charlie's Angels like, and people probably heard this like months ago when we originally talked about this, mm. but. They they like they got stuck in an airfield and then they have to bribe some guy to like fly them away and then she was like, "That's cool, but like, the Charlie's Angels. So if they want to fly the plane, they're gonna fly the fucking plane." And I was like, <laughs> and I imagine if she actually delivered it that amount of aggression, yeah, she probably pissed some people off. So I don't know well, who's connected good. to who, you know, like because I, I mean we've kind of seen it firsthand, uh, you know, with other things like someone's pissed somebody off and they just happen to be connected to the guy doing marketing or cutting something mm. or somebody in the editorial or post process that all they got to do is slide a finger and then it could just like set things on a more difficult path. If, yeah. You know, if, if not, not a finger. So yeah. you'd want to think too, that they were probably trying to get away that from the, like, cause this, this other older version of this two thousands version was pretty sexualized. <laughs> so mm. like from me seeing this, this new trailer, at least, and not seeing the movie, of course. Um, it seems like they're downplaying the sexualization of it, which yeah, I almost don't know. was like born into that series in the 70s, mm -hmm. you know? I have to see, because I, I, I didn't <clears throat> no, see enough from the trailer. They definitely didn't play up like you could stick in my slot jokes or yeah, anything exactly. like that. <laughs> but like, um, I thought that they were going to go more into it when they started off with Kristen Stewart like seducing a guy. Mm -hmm. um, and it didn't, yeah, it didn't quite go there, but right. I don't know. It, the trailer actually didn't tell me much about like what was going to happen. It just kind of like, also, it, the one girl was creating something. Well, it's, the one girl's MI6, and then mm. the other, MI6, is that the right one? Yep. And then, and then the other one was like a cat burglar? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the new one was, we don't know yet. She was like a computer person where she was creating something that, like, if someone gets a hold of it, just like in this other trailer. So They'll weaponize it. Weaponized thing. We're going to get them. And then, like, that's when mm -hmm. they kind of took off, where, like, they have to run away and get I mean, whatever. Man, I'm going to be, I would actually love <clears throat> to be surprised, go see this movie and be like, call classic oh my god why does nobody notice this you know because like in my eyes what could make it that way is if they like played up these kind of like archetypes mm -hmm. like oh she's got mm. the floppy disk that's going to destroy the world you know or something like yeah i would love that actually and they're like floppy disk what the hell like yeah because <laughs> in the you know early 2000s late 90s yeah everybody knows like that floppy disk could have like destroyed or saved the world you know yeah and then what yeah. was it like halfway through the 2010s it was like that usb drive and now it's like ultron well, even with the Spider-Man thing, remember the USB? Thing? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The USB thing. To, like what the? You tell that was written a little bit or before Mission Impossible. Remember the first one? Like the computer's making this really high-pitched sound, and like everybody's gonna, you know, mm -hmm. know we're here. Like, oh come on, dude, that this can't happen physically. <laughs> but anyway, so that's well, that. We've done enough pontificating about a movie we haven't seen yet, right? <laughs> like true critics. <laughs> I just hope for the best. That's all. I do. Yeah. I do want to see. It. I want to see it sometime this week. Oh yeah, yeah. We. I, I want to watch it. I mean, yeah. just I probably won't be able to watch it, but uh, definitely when we come back next week, you guys give mm -hmm. us a <laughs> deal of what happened. Yeah, that. And, uh, I don't know when I want to watch it. <laughs> Dollar theater. Maybe. Oh, we have a list. It's <laughs> That's still true. free of a list. So yeah, we just <laughs> so go. see it whenever. All these other movies are coming out though. I mean, like yeah, Frozen and all this other crap. I'm not. I'm not going to rush out to see Frozen. Really? I am. I'm gonna do. We can no, go see it. <laughs> you and me. Well, Josh has three girls. daughters, so I do. Uh, Penny uh, is a I'll huge Frozen fan right now. Except for this week, she started watching uh, Tangled, and oh. now she loves Tangled, which is my favorite. Good choice, though. Tangled is my favorite Disney. Princess I finally movie. watched oh, that. Yeah. Mine's, yeah. mine's Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I never saw it, and I watched it on the plane. 
Tangled. Yeah, that's a good. It's a good one. Yeah. I actually, I really like Mandy Moore, so that kind of is like biased it anyway. Mm. But also, it was like kind of. It's fun. Yeah, and it it was it was less like <clears throat> questionable motives, you know. It gives. I feel like it gives previous. the guy something to do. Yeah, like <laughs> you know? he, he's more than just like I'm gonna kiss you when you're unconscious. You're like, hi, I'm just here. You can marry me when we're done yeah. with this thing. Like, okay, bye. Cool. Yeah. Even with like Beauty and the Beast, like the Beast is actually there for a while, and he does some like character change, but like. Yeah, the focus isn't really on him. It's like, about Bill's like kind of yeah. character development. But like with Flynn, it's about both. You know, yeah, Flynn yeah. Rider. You know, like I, I do something I did appreciate about. I saw Frozen later on in like a Redbox or a friend brought it over or something like that. Mm. So for me, like it's not one. It's one of those things I can see it in Dolby Cinema. Yeah. Or at home, and they'll have the same effect for me and stuff. Um, I did appreciate in the first one that they kind of played on the uh, you can't just marry this guy you met yesterday. <laughs> thing. Yeah. And, and I was like. Okay, I appreciate that. <laughs> and at the end, it was like two sisters were like the the reward for each other instead mm. of like like a guy. I know I, I know there ended up still being a guy involved, you know, yeah. and stuff. But like it wasn't like. But he just got a kiss. Yeah, but That's I mean, it. It, it, but he wasn't like the prize for her. Like exactly, it, it wasn't Elsa's motivation. You know, well, it wasn't even for Elsa. It was Anna's guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, but then he ended up being evil. You know, like. Well, yeah. But like, no, I was talking about the other dude. Uh, oh, gotcha. Uh, I can't remember. Is it Sven? Is that is that him or is that the the, the, the moose? Moose. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's the other guy's name? I honestly can't remember oh, can't anybody's remember. name. Gaston. That's, <laughs> that, that's how much I remember about these movies. But yeah. like, it it was it was pretty decent, and it kind of showed like uh, an antihero. You know, mm. like mm -hmm. I guess before Idina Menzel voiced Elsa, she was gonna be the villain. Yeah. And, oh. then, and then, well, when well, she, she kind of still was, she I mean, performed "Let It Go," and they were like, "We have to change this <laughs> hero's journey." You know, like for her, like. like because they said the song was so powerful. It's like, that's not the song of a villain. Yeah. yeah. That's the song of somebody who's like going through something. Yeah, it's true. And uh, I mean, I'm I am interested in seeing what the big song out of this one is. Because I looked at the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. It is effing weird. I it heard had, this one song that they're they're playing. And I was like, this sounds like a bad song. There's like, So I looked at the ooh. soundtrack today. I was at the store and it had uh, uh, Weezer and Panic of the Disco on it. And um, one. They can't, that's got to be like just the soundtrack that's like I mean they're not the, in the movie they're the new right? versions of it but the fact that like those were the art because okay so the first movie Demi Lovato was let it go the pop version yeah but that's in the which, end which yes, ironic which ironically like the movie version got more popular exactly. than the pop version but it still kind of gave you a clue in like what the song you know it it's like that's the kind of vibe you know like yeah. Let It Go was still like a big power ballad at the end of the day. Yeah, both ways. But like it's more orchestral. I feel like it, like the one good thing about the Frozen movie was that Let It Go song and the other songs too. But they were more orchestra based as opposed to like Disney in this last you know decade just being like a straightforward pop for every other song that they're doing. So yeah, and that's why that Let It Go song was so huge. It yeah. was more of like a throwback to like Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. And but I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is the pop version. That's the per, the performer kind of yeah. gave you a clue into like what the the original version was. Yeah. Like I don't I I I feel like Demi Lovato's was the pop update to you know it wasn't like it, it for me it would have been weird to be like let it go also by Marilyn Manson you know like, and it, like <laughs> it's okay like, so, so like Demi Lovato's like Panic okay the they, ha they have like they have like a power ballad singer you know like, yeah. And so the original is also power ballad, but like more or less uh, musical theater. So this one is um, Weezer, yeah. Panic at the Disco, and Casey Musgraves. Okay. So Casey Musgraves. Yeah, I can see Casey, but maybe. But it looks like, based on like, um, I don't know. And when the movie comes out, I could be proven totally wrong. But it looks like 
the song called Into the Unknown is going to be their like their flagship song. Which is the one I was like, that doesn't sound like a very good song to me. Okay, so it, that's what it looks like because that was what was on the sticker, you know, in big letters yeah. and stuff. And that is the one that Panic at the Disco does in the pop version. So okay. it just makes me like, like, but I heard like huh. I heard like some of the movie version of that. And every time I kept I hear it like a clip or whatever uh-huh. they play, I'm like, it just doesn't sound like a very good song. But that's what's huh. weird is like, <clears throat> what song could bridge the gap between Idea Menzel and Panic at the Disco? Okay. You know, it's like, so, because in my head, there's a short bridge between Idina Menzel and Demi Lovato. It's a distance, but it's like not so far off. I could never believe it happened. You know, I don't know what song is the common denominator between Idina Menzel and Panic of the Disco, you know? That's true. So I was like, what kind of song is this? I don't know. So maybe the pop version will be much better (laughs) is what you're saying? No, I'm saying I don't, I, I mean, I think it's more evidence that it may not live up to expectations because the first song was so big but also made more sense and this new one doesn't hmm. without hearing it and just seeing like the two names attached to it or like this doesn't seem like it seems like it's gonna be too much of a compromise all i know is they've had what, five six at least five or six years since the first one right something like that yeah. that would be more than that to be honest because i think naomi who's now 13 my daughter um i think it came out when she was about penny's age jesus it, i mean in my wow. in my heart it feels like it was last year but I know yeah. that it was probably like a decade ago. It was probably 2012. 13. Okay. So wow. Really close. So that was six years ago? <clears throat> yeah. So she was seven? Yeah. So six years isn't as bad as I thought. No. Nah. Okay. And I thought worse, too. Because I always think like, oh, yeah, that came out last year. It was um, 10 years ago, Rod. Yeah. Charlie's Angels, why are they? They just released one of those. Yeah, right. <laughs> 20 years earlier. Well, <laughs> I was trying to remember the name of the second one and it was Full Throttle. Yeah, I, told, full throttle. I told Vince, I was like, oh, maybe it's Reloaded or something like that. Full Throttle. Full Throttle. Well, I should have known Full Throttle, more sexual innuendo. Exactly. But like, when was that? Was that, that's a little closer. Well, it's probably, well, because the first one was 2000. That one was probably like 2004 or Let's 2003. Sure. <laughs> it was like not too far after all those American pies, you know? God. Yeah. Because, you know, they all the Blink-182 style. Sexual oh. innuendo weirdness. Wait, I'm just yeah. seeing the pictures from the Charlie's Angels full throttle. Now I get these references mm. being in California. They have hot dog on a stick and stuff. Mm. Huh. Okay. Anyway, I got some rewatching to do. <laughs> you got to rewatch the full the, throttle. I mean, I like those movies <laughs> when they came out. Like to, to this day, that's another tough thing. Um, is even though Ari- Ariana Grande, like I like her as an artist. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a heavy order to like curate an updated playlist. Because yeah. that Destiny's Child soundtrack was so iconic to those first films. Yeah. Like, you ask any anybody that lived through the early 2000s and stuff, like independent women, I don't care if you were a fan of country music or pop music, like, you knew that song. Yeah. And you didn't hate it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it just had that doom, doom, doom. I was like, I don't want to, like, she was able to say the three leads' name in the intro, and I didn't think it was cheesy. Nah. So, like, I don't want to compete with that. Like, yeah, like if somebody was like, uh, "Hey, Rod, you're gonna you're gonna curate the new uh, Frozen soundtrack?" Nope, <laughs> no, I'm not. Nope. Uh, next no, one. No, but, I don't uh, think I will. Not because, this uh, guy. Because they're like, "You don't like it?" I'm like, "No, I think it's fine." I'm I not. Gonna, I'm not gonna be the one that's gonna try to like up, let it go. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's dude, do something better than six that. years. They better do something just at least on the same that's level. You know, as crap. That's like if they're like, "Okay, uh, we're gonna update Little Mermaid. You're gonna write the new part of your world." No. No, nope. that's fine. I'm I'm not I'm not yeah. gonna do that. Hard pass. Cause uh, I I like I, I know as a kid I wasn't supposed to like that movie because it's '90s were a weird time. But or is that '80s? No, that was, that was 80s. '90s. Okay, because some of that stuff was early '80s, yeah, yeah, yeah. late, late '80s. I mean, 
Actually, I think Little Mermaid was like eighty nine. Might, might have been eighty nine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I it was a good song. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like mm-hmm. I don't know how it is to be a mermaid with long hair that's never seen a hairbrush before, but like, man, they made me feel like I did. <laughs> hmm. So anyway, uh, this is I, almost two hours long. I would, I would hate for that to. Holy moly! You know, yeah. I would hate for that to be the competition. So. Yeah. All right, dudes, we got we got to close up this one. This this is a really long one, but you know, two parter. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's a lot of connected stuff, but. Maybe, well, yeah, maybe it could Suspense. work. <laughs> Let us know. No, just playing. Yeah, I mean, like uh, we've been getting, we've seen, been seeing some pretty good growth here in the podcast lately. I uh, thank you guys for for signing up and subscribing. If you guys haven't subscribed, uh, please make sure that you do so via. Uh, I see a lot of people using Podbean as the app, uh, and the people after that are generally using Apple. Uh, and if you're using anything else, I mean, I use other stuff too. But like, yeah, make sure you hit that subscribe so that you get stuff in uh, your box every week when this comes out yeah. Wednesday. Review some stuff. Yeah, Podbean has a review thing, and Apple definitely has a review thing, so definitely helps. And we'll catch you next time on Yellow Spandex.